do we know what Stefan and Brandon are doing right now? Should we give him a FaceTime? They're probably on the slopes right now. Yeah. Stefan put up a story the other day of him skiing and his nose was just sticking out his beak. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> cover that thing up, dude. There's kids on here. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Blur that out. I love calling it his beak. Somebody want an intro today? It's all you, man. You're the intro guy. You gotta pull it off. It's your flu game, dude. Yeah, it's the flu game. Ooh. Have a beer? Yeah. If it's no hassle. Awesome. Not, dude, not a hassle at all. Thank you, man. Just a dollar. You, you got it. <laughs> but I love you. I just heard that Weekend song. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. I can't feel my face. <laughs> dude, I haven't heard that since like senior year golf. Yeah, right. And I listened to it like yesterday and I was like, what a fucking banger, dude. I can feel my face when I'm with you. That's <laughs> the weekend? Yeah. But I love it. <laughs> I remember what you were on acid in that plate. You were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> we were outside of Cole's bar and we were just fucking burning it up. It was underscore Jen. You know what I fucking hate? I hate when people talk shit on the Kia Soul. The Kia Soul is the best car in the fucking world and I'm going to tell you why right now. Number one, it's cheap and reliable. Being cheap and reliable is literally the best thing you can have in absolutely anything. I'll give you a prime example. Your mom. Your mom. One of the nice. Sunday, January 5th, episode 30 here at Irrelevant Sports. Today we welcome on a very special guest. He is our commissioner and a very good friend. Coming in at what, about like uh, 6 6, 215. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> got the, tra- yeah. the traps of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> we got Nick Lynch right here in the middle. How's it going? How Mish. are you, sir? I'm doing good. And the boys, hey. Jerkus and Pelly. Hey, Gary. Brent and Steph are out in Rado, uh, you know, taking a, few, taking a few weeks off of work. I respect it. They work hard, you know. You yeah. got you to gotta let the boys do what they got to do sometimes, hitting the slopes. And I think right now we're going to swing it to the boys for a weather report. What's going on, boys? Me and Richie out here in Colorado right now. Richie feels like shit. Not looking good. We got some 70 mile per hour gust of winds today. It's gonna be a fucking cold one to say the least. Thank you, fellas. That was wonderful. Uh, moving on. Uh, well, now that we got Kamish here, we might as well. Talk about this shitty fantasy football season that uh, we all wrapped up. Uh, and we went pretty in depth last week, but yeah. we did. You know, another opinion <coughs> will be nice. Uh, you know, Nick Lynch. I played Nick Lynch in the championship last year, and this year he fell to the bottom, man. And it happens. That's the beauty of fantasy. Yeah. And uh, what was the main thing that you would take back about your season if you could? Well, I feel like there's. I don't know. I just. It just didn't happen. I had players all over the team that could have worked out at that it just happened at different times. Right. So Yeah, that's kinda of straight my season too. Yeah, it, it just didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, like me and me and Nick Lynch, like we were at the we were at the bottom man, but like we both had like 
solid teams. Yeah. You know, like we we both had definitely playoff. I mean, I I feel like I did. You know, I feel like on, on paper your roster, you know, was definitely more solid than it ended up being. Well, it was like the last couple of weeks. The players that I really needed to step up all year, the Joe Mixon, Robert Woods, stank all year, and then. Towards the end, they really started to turn up, and that would have helped. So I was happy. I had Joe Mixon for one week this year, and you put up like sixteen. Nice. I really? Ditched him. I just remember for that. Yeah. So I was happy with Joe Mixon. So like, even with Mixon ending really strong, mm-hmm. uh, depending on where Andy Dalton lands, obviously because he was way better with Andy in. But where do you think Mixon goes in the draft next year? Nah, he could go anywhere from twenty to thirty. Honestly. Yeah. I, I you look at his second half numbers. He was like the top. Three, four running back. So he was doing exactly what he did all the year prior. So yeah, I feel like that's where you got to put him. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're gonna get Joe Burrow. Yeah, and so it, it depends on. That'll be interesting. Like, honestly, the O line was dog shit for the first yeah. chunk of the season, which is why Joe Mixon couldn't do anything because he, every yeah. time he ran, he was running to a brick wall. New head coach didn't know how to use him. Yeah, it seemed like he really got the. Got it going. To and the I, I remember when I made a deal for him at, at like whatever point in the season it was, and I read something and it was like they had a meeting with their team and it was like O line and just running back, running backs, and they were like, we got to work this out because they got that that bad at some point. And after that, <laughs> you saw him start start to get better. I mean, Joe Mixon has proven that he's a really good NFL running back. Very yeah. good. Yeah, not even really but good. They he's very good. rushing yards last year. Exactly. Yeah. Oh it, man, that's huge. Falcons or Falcons? The Vikings just got a first down with three twenty-seven left. Oh boy, they're oh, up man. three points. They're probably at about the forty-yard line in Saints territory. It's not good. Not looking good for the Saints. God. Not I, looking good for the NFC North as well. That's the thing. I just really wanted to see the Vikings lose. So I hope that this turns around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that call, Blue. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, like Nick said, Mixon really turned up the second half. And also, like you said, the O-line did start getting their shit together. And it just sucks because you can have such a talented running back, and if the O-line's not good, then what the fuck? What are we going to do? Yeah. And Joe Mixon has proved he's capable of getting 300 touches and turning that into 1,700 total yards like Zeke did this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quietly having good seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And and at the same time, you know, we'll see what happens with A.J. Green. Right. That's huge, too. Yeah. I mean, even though A.J. Green's always hurt, like, not a guy you want on your fantasy lineup oh, exactly, boy. but he's always oh, 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 right, right on cue. Oh, right on cue. Get out of here. <laughs> Delvin Holy Cook fumbles shit. the ball. Von Bell takes it to the house. Saints are now winning with three and a half left. Are you what fucking kidding Kirk me? Kirk ain't winning this. No, Kirk is not winning this game. Wow. I, I just saw a can't guard Mike shirt in the crowd. That's dope. Shouts to that. Drinkers bought a can't guard uh, Mike shirt this week. Three I'm weeks later, it finally came in the mail. And is this a fumble? Oh, knee oh, down. No, knee no, down. No. God, live oh. reactions. You got to love that. Live reactions here. Right? But <laughs> yeah. hey, you're like second in like 17, though. I mean, that, yeah. that's a big play, mm-hmm. all things considered. Yeah. They still got two timeouts. Yeah, no. Right? There, if there's any person that can win this game, it's Drew Brees. Yep. yep. And if there's any person that can blow this game, it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yep. So, but uh, what, what did we end on? Joe Mixon? We're still on Joe Mixon? AJ Green. Oh, AJ Green. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, AJ Green always banged up, but he's an X Factor. Like, I don't care. Like, didn't he come in the same draft class as Julio? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, uh, AJ God. Green went at four, and I think Julio got. Falcons traded up from the back end of the first round to pick Julio at like seven. Damn. Something like that, yeah. It was those two. Those were the two studs. That's dope. Where did AJ Green go? Georgia? Yeah, yeah Georgia. Georgia. It was Georgia, That's Alabama. Sick. Yep. Did was AJ Green with Stafford? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't quote us on that. <laughs> yeah. I think Stafford was 2009, and I. That's what Stafford I want to say. Went to Georgia? Yeah, sure did. How about like, it? Like Jake Fromm and him throwing the ball is kind of like the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, uh, weird. I mean, the fact that 
him and Julio went in the same draft is yeah. pretty nice. It, it just makes you wonder, like, if if AJ could have sustained a healthy career yeah. from, from the jump, how, how people would look at that draft yeah. class or how people would look at AJ in general. Like, yeah. Man, he is so talented. He's so, so like, just God-given, so much God-given ability. Like, yeah. Uh, you got to think he's got to want to win. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Because especially after this year, he made no, gave us no reason to believe that he wanted to play at yeah. all. So, yeah. I don't know. You got to think he's going somewhere. I've been hearing Patriots. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise them. me. I've heard yeah. the Cardinals, too. That, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I also heard the Cardinals like CD Lamb and with the, like the Ooh. eight pick or something. That'd be something. That was something. Yeah. CD's they, nice. They too. also have bigger needs out there like the old line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, but I think I've said it a thousand times on the show. I'll say it again. Besides AQ Shipley. Shout out AQ. Anyways, he's the center for the Cardinals. He's on okay. Pat Mac for show all the time. He's a funny guy. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, like AJ Green is one of the dudes where, like last year you had him, I think, in fantasy. Yep. And he played six games. He had like 500 yards and six touchdowns. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like, they're like, that's exactly what you're fucking expecting out of AJ Green. And then he had, got hurt and then he just came. Did he come back second half or was he out the rest of the year? I think he like came back at some point and then he got hurt again. Right. And they could just call it IR. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that sucked too because why didn't they just put I, I I'm sure he had something to do with it like saying like yeah I'll come back like don't worry I'll be good but they should have put him on IR at the fucking at like week five and then hope he comes back for playoffs or whatever it might be right uh, it's just weird but I don't know there's just certain players that like like really underperformed this year Juju Smith Schuster Juju oh. Smith Poopster yeah <laughs> where do you think he's gonna go next year like oh forties forties yeah. Unless unless they get a court, we'll see how the quarterback uh, thing plays out. Right, there. that'll make a big difference. Juju is not good. With yeah, a bad quarterback. Yeah, right now it is forties, fifties, something like that. I'd say. Well, yeah, it's off the off the top of my head. Well, the biggest thing is now you have the the red flag of Juju proved to have an injury prone season. Right, and that's and that's, True. that's 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 the red flag. I, honestly, when he played. Uh, even with Mason Rudolph or Duck, I think he actually played pretty well whenever he did play. He had a couple. He was okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a yeah. couple games, but it was mainly just them getting him the ball. Exactly. Right, is what it seemed like. But that's the thing, though. Like, if I mean, regardless, like he's they're gonna make a point uh, to get him the ball when he's playing. Mm-hmm. And if if Ben always did those here, and they always it never really it went up, but it wouldn't be like a drastic change from week to week. Like they wouldn't make sure that Juju's the guy mm-hmm. after they would come out and say it. Like, when uh, Duck Hodges first started, he said that, I know I need to get my uh, superstars the ball, and I think that'll help us out a lot and create some space for other guys. But mm-hmm. it, that didn't happen. Like, he had probably, like, six targets oh. that game and, like, four catches. And, yeah. You know, if you, if that's your number one wide receiver, then you got to throw him the ball ten times. Facts. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Definitely. Bears at least got that right. That was the yeah. one thing we did right on offense yeah. was get yeah. A-Rob the ball. Damn right. And that's another one. But like, A-Rob... Overperformed, yeah, like, big yes. time. Yeah, I I said it. He should be an all pro. That's how I, that's how he played this year. He yeah. like just under a hundred catches, over a thousand yards. Like yeah. I don't know, eight touchdowns or something. Yeah, and he was a stud. He was a stud. He was really good all yeah. year. He was literally the only reliable piece on our whole entire yep. offense. Everything like, else was a mess. That's the thing, though. He did it on a bad offense, right? And like not like everybody that's an all pro into yeah. the receiver Hunter, offense. Yeah. Like they're on good offenses. Yeah, A Rob did it on on a bad offense, and that's probably. That's probably honestly a reason that he didn't yeah. make the All Pro, yeah. which and I mean the numbers the numbers weren't crazy, but as a, as a Bears fan and I mean from a fantasy standpoint, you look at it and he had a great season, man. Yeah, he had dude, a great season. Saints are gonna get the ball back. One fifty five left on the clock. One timeout. Down three. Uh, live bets. Who you guys got? I'm taking the Saints all day. Yeah, if you got, you got two minute drill, you need three points. I'm taking Drew Brees. Yep. I die. 
Gary? I've already been on the Saints, so. <laughs> <laughs> Need a touchdown, right? Yeah. All right, we're rooting for the touchdown. Dude, speaking of bets, anybody seen Uncut Gems? What's Not that? Yet. The one with Adam Sandler? Adam My Sandler brother watched and... that last night, actually. It's really weird, but no, I haven't seen it. How did he watch it? Did he go see it? No, he... <laughs> I'll bleep yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah bleep that out. Well, I mean, we can talk about Reddit streams and all that. It's pretty much the same thing. All right, we'll just say he watched it on Reddit. Highly He illegal. went to the theater. He went to the movie theater yeah. Yeah. with his friends. We went to yeah. Bloomington. <laughs> we went to the theater and paid $37. The theater? <laughs> good-ass movie, though. Yeah. It's fun to throw it in there. Good-ass movie. I definitely want to see it. Yeah. It's I heard about... that the ending's not very good. It's about... Well, the ending was so abrupt, and it was just like, holy shit. Like, you just didn't even see it coming. Yeah. But, um... It's about it's about Kevin Garnett in the 2012 playoffs the year that Derek tore his ACL, and but it's about the series after. So it's Sixers Celtics, which is the series after Bulls mm-hmm. Celtics or Sixers. So the whole movie, I was just sitting there going, "Should have been the Bulls." Yep, should have been the Bulls. The whole movie, <laughs> but you know, it's about that, and it's about how Adam Sandler like has this fucking gem, or this rock that KG loves, and when KG has the rock, he plays good. When KG doesn't have the rock, he doesn't play good. And they go back and forth on it, and and Adam Sandler's constantly in some constant trouble. He he's mixed up with the weekend and fucking like it's it's honestly like it's like kind of wild. Adam Sandler is this Jewish like Brooklyn mobster, and it and it's fucking amazing. He kills it, dude. He kills it. <laughs> it's not it's definitely not a movie that like if you like love like a classic storyline like the up and ups and downs. It's not a movie for you because there's there's not a lot of resolution. It's just like this dude struggling and right. and like and like. KG's involved in it, and that's all, like that's you know there's not there's it's not like the happiest of movies, but damn, I thought it was I thought it was fucking amazing. I man. saw it from uh, a degenerate's point of view. I didn't see it yet, but mm-hmm. like I saw it on Twitter. One of the degenerates that I follow, he was like, from my standpoint, like this is a movie that you'll absolutely love. Like if you're also like a gambler and all this shit, then you're gonna fucking love it. But I mean, other people will like it, but they're not gonna be like really really into it yeah because he's he said it was like getting him going and everything and like yeah, dude you no know, gary you would love that movie that's right up your alley oh, yeah, absolutely I, I love that mobsters gambling and, he, yeah, and, and, and he's and he's, he's in debt and he starts putting money on the on the Celtics games too because he has the rock and he knows like you know it's, so it's just like it's fucking like he's betting on kg yeah exactly and it's cool. he's putting parlays on it and it's sick like and they actually have like the live kg highlights like it's not like made up highlights they're like actually from the sixers series that's cool you know? that's sick and they and they have like little snippets from the series like some funny shit in there like of the of the people in the in the stands you know and shit it's hilarious i thought i i love the movie man i loved it that's dope i, I honestly I, I know i'm gonna probably get some backlash for this not a big movie guy i i, I couldn't tell you the last movie i watched Just, neither am i really i i i'd say the same thing but whenever i do sit down and watch a movie it's not like i, I hate it but it's got to be Always Once enjoy in a while it. thing. And, like <laughs> yeah. a couple weeks ago, I watched uh, Star Wars just randomly, and it was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. seriously. I, I I wasn't a movie guy for the longest time, but just recently, I'm kind of like I don't know. Like this past semester of school, I had I had some time to like where I, it was like I could either go out or sit at home and watch a movie, and I was like I'm gonna sit at home and watch a movie, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I started doing a lot of mo- a lot more. I, I like a good movie, man. I like me a good movie. Like Nick said, dude. I like I won't go out of my way to watch movies, but whenever I do, I fucking like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, that was right. one of the best movies I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, that's Every sick. movie. <laughs> oh, God, pardon. And, you know, just watch the movie and uh, partake in legal activities in my home. Yeah. Where, where it's legal. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Hey, I just want to say, January 1st, 2020, the first day I ever smoked weed. <laughs> but uh, throw that out there. <laughs> we got sidetracked pretty bad right there. But I wanted to ask you guys real quick. A-Rob, where's A-Rob going in the drafts next year? 
feel like 30s. Like 30s, low 40s, or like maybe mid 40s, probably because it's A Rob and the Bears. Right. We'll see. And that's the thing, it's the Bears. Like, we have, yeah. a, we have a Bears heavy. Well, at draft. the same time, that kind that. If it was anybody but A Rob, he'd be falling. I was pissed off at the Bears. I don't know. Yeah. I think they have the worst offense in the league, or at least they did this entire season. And so, aside from it, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the off season again. Yeah, I, I'd say he's, he's got to be like, I'd say he's like four to sixth rounder. Yeah, yeah, you know, somewhere yeah. in there. I'm like, okay, so what about Chris Good. Godwin? Oh, he, second team All Pro. Yeah, I feel like uh, top twenty five pick. Yeah, he could be top twenty pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see him being like eighteen, eighteen through like thirty maybe. Saints are officially in field goal range. With 30 seconds left on the clock, oh still have a timeout. Jared Cook this is for Bruce. most like a large part of the season, but down this last stretch has been so big. Wow, He's they didn't call huge. a timeout. Okay. All right, they got 20 seconds. Oh, what the fuck was that? We got a false start? I don't know what that was. Maybe everybody wasn't set. Yeah. But it's just so weird, dude, because like as of right now, I can only think of like five guys on my hand that are going to be guaranteed first-round picks, like yeah. McCaffrey, uh-huh. Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Michael Zeke. Thomas, and Zeke. Yeah. And then it's like, well, Saquon, Saquon will be Kamara, a first-rounder. I, I, but, I don't know. If I'm looking at Kamara, like, the nine pick, I would... Yeah. We'll see what happens. But it'll be guys like that. And yeah. then you could uh, interchange them between a bunch of people. Right. So. Like, what about Devontae? I, see, that's the thing. It's literally, like, those five guys, or, like, those five, six guys, and then it's just anything between that and, like, the 25th pick. I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, take me like best. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, dude. This was definitely, like, we've said it a million times, weird year for fantasy. Yeah. I'd... False start on Alvin Kamara. Oh, no. Or illegal shift on Alvin Kamara, so now they think they're back 10 more yards. Not great. Is that a 10-yard penalty? I think so. Actually, tough. it might be five. It might be five. Yeah. Either way, that's killer. Especially uh-huh. if Will Lutz has already missed one from 40 today. Yeah. But yeah, dude. But so if there's one dude you want out there, it's Will Lutz. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. You know? Not even not even just for fantasy, though. Like, a, a weird season in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like, the, like, the Patriots are out of it. Yeah. yeah. The Patriots are done. Hell yeah, they are. Let's How go. Yeah. Hey, golf clap, yeah. golf clap yeah. to the Titans. I can't believe it. Man. I love it. I, I can't believe it. it. I couldn't. I, I was listening to that whole game on the radio because I was delivering all night. And as the game got closer and closer to the fourth quarter, I was like, "Holy shit, it's about to happen." Yeah. The H's are about uh-huh. to lose. And then I, you know, Brady Brady came on the field. What it was like four forty four on the clock. Yep. Shouts to Jay Z. <laughs> and, and I was and I was like, hey, this is it. Like, there's no way that he doesn't do it. And then I heard Ju- I I'm listening. I'm not watching. So I, I hear that Julian Edelman dropped that pass. And then, that was brutal. And I'm like, oh my god, that's that's big time. And then the incompletion on third, not, and I knew it. I knew that was it. And then he throws the incomplete or the the pick, the, the six. pick six just to seal the deal. And man, I mean, you, if <laughs> like just, just listening on the radio, like that that it's easy to dictate how you're feeling. And they made me feel like that dude, like Tom Brady, just got murdered because yeah. like they're like it was like it sounded like a eulogy for him. Dude, yeah, like Tom Brady. <laughs> one of the best it was raining game. as he came off the field exactly. there was fog, there was like a fog over the field before the or like into the first quarter it was like a weird setting and then weird man everything had Derrick Henry had another Derrick Henry 34 game, honestly, 183 and a touchdown yeah they, like, they said they said on the radio most uh most rushing yards the Patriots with Bill Belgian Tom Brady have ever given up in a game yeah holy period. shit dude Not, and they knew that's what they were gonna do yeah, yeah that's the weird part because normally period. it's the same oh, old story okay here's Will Lutz for the 49-yard attempt to tie the All game, right. send it in OT, and he got iced. Imagine oh. that. Now that's bad oh, luck. That that's exactly what Eddie Bear Panera, That's exactly what Cody Parkey <laughs> did last year. As Bears fans, this is giving Uh-oh. me some PTSD right here. Zimmer's pissed. Dude, there was a 10-second runoff with that illegal shift. Oh, yeah. shit. Bad. Bad news. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, dude, that was a perfect segue. I want to talk about the playoff games real quick. Uh, I coming into that game, I was like, you know, the Titans have been rolling. They've fucking yeah. seven and three since Tannehill mm-hmm. went under center. But it was like, how do you bet against Brady? And yeah, no, no, I hundred percent. Like I wanted the Titans to win, and like you said, I kind of thought they could. But if I put my money on somebody, <laughs> honestly, if I was doing Super Bowl bets. I don't know. It's hard to go yeah. against the Patriots. Exactly. No. So to see him out, I think I think cool. I was at the I was at the bar like around Thanksgiving, and I was I think I was talking to Nick Lynch, and they and they asked me uh, who's coming out of the AFC, and, and even oh he hit it, and even, oh barely yeah. got he, uh, <laughs> that was that is that that was from forty nine, that was from fifty two. He's not hitting that. absolutely no. <laughs> Holy shit! Two Bar- seconds off the little clock. wobbly too. Yeah, very wobbly. But I, I remember through. I remember telling Nick Lynch and some guys at the bar during Thanksgiving, like even when the Patriots started looking bad, I was like, you know, it's the Patriots. They're yep. gonna come around, and like we mm-hmm. always expect that. So to lo- see them lose in the wild card and knowing knowing it's Tom Brady's contract year, it's it was just it was just weird, man. Yeah, it's it was. Weird. It's got a weird feeling, and yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, got like, a feel for him. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like there are some Patriots fans that I know personally. That I didn't feel bad for. I could give two shits <laughs> oh, yeah, less. Absolutely. Because I saw the certain somebody at the bar last week, and I told him I'd bet the house on the Titans. He goes, "All right, hope you're ready to move out." And so I DM'd him after the game yesterday. I go, "Dot dot dot, you owe me your house." <laughs> he goes, "All right, that's fine." And I go, "Yeah, I want you out by the 25th. Give you and the fam some time to figure things out." Yeah. So, so yeah, nice. you know who you are. Suck my dick, pussy. <laughs> Stefan Gilmore sucks. Dog shit. He let he let Tannehill throw for 75 yards. <laughs> And, and while we're on it, A.J. Brown, one catch, four yards. That dude's not very good. Tajay Sharp is better. You did? Uh, you, just, just, you just got a vendetta against A.J. Oh, yeah, Brown. no, I hate A.J. Brown. Yeah. Just like I hate Saquon. And it, it'll never change. A.J. Brown won't touch my team next year. People are saying he deserves Offensive Rookie of the Year, and that's dog shit. I don't care if he had 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. He had fucking 700 of them in the second half of the season because he ran straight every play. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to run straight every play, then get the fuck out of here. Get off my team. Anyways, yeah, I... Crib. I was very surprised that the Patriots blew that game, and that they didn't even really blow it. It was just the Derrick Henry show. Yeah. And, like, Belichick knew coming in, it was like, the Derrick Henry's going to get the ball 30 times a game. I need to stop this man. And they couldn't. The only person who, like... From the very start. Too. Oh, yeah. He ate the first drive. Yeah. It was fucking uh-huh. eight-yard chunk plays every single time he touched the ball. Yep. Dante Hightower was, like, the only one. Yeah. He yeah. was the one that was breaking through the line and just making yep. single-handed the two, plays. The two Alabama linebackers, both 54... Fucking making plays for both teams. Rashad Evans, crazy Tennessee. Yeah, they both made some big plays. But my 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 parents had like a movie night with their with our family and their you know of their age last night. And my uncle Steve came over and he's a farmer, old school farmer. He's like sixty something. You know, he's Good old, uncle, old school. Uncle Steve. You know, he's like yeah, he's classic. You know, <laughs> country guy. So he comes over and while the, while the ladies were finishing up the movie, my dad and him were watching the Titans Patriots game. And they were looking at Derrick Henry. They're like, oh, man, that dude's a freak. And my dad's, like, talking about him. And, and then my Uncle Steve stopped, and he, he looks at the TV all. He's like, oh, my God. He, he goes, Henry's got a raccoon under his helmet. <laughs> he thought his, he, he was like, because his ponytail is nuts, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's so weird. It's like he has a cone on it, and he just wraps all the strings around the cone. That ponytail so is crazy. Weird. He's got a bunch of solo cups in there. <laughs> I think he could kill a man with that ponytail. Oh, dude, that thing's like a dog's tail. Yeah. It holds a lot of power. Yeah. <laughs> dude, if, I like I I've beaten the fucking drum again, but I got Derrick Henry in the fifth round this year. But it's if crazy. He, it's crazy. One pick after I fucking picked. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. I didn't want to put you on the spot. But 
If Derrick Henry's not a first-round pick next year, I will be so fucking surprised. He has to be. He has to be. I mean, he, he's the rushing champion. It has right? been twenty. Yep. It has been like twenty-one games since he's just been putting up one fifty and two yep. touchdowns. Got it's, consistent. It's, it's been a consistent thing though. Like yeah. even when he wasn't doing it on the Titans, it wasn't oh. his fault. It was because all they were doing was giving him the ball up the middle. Yeah, and then, no, and it then, was really bad. And then they settled for a third down incompletion with Marcus Mariota, and that yeah. was their offense for two years. And he was under that. And once they once they realized, and whatever they gave him chances, Matt Lafleur. Exactly, he was always good. That dude's a fucking freak of nature, <laughs> man. Literally, he's like what? He's a monster. He's yeah. Six three two forty. Nobody wants to tackle that. Yeah, no. nobody wants to tackle. When that. he gets ahead of steam, dude, yeah. holy shit! Vikings get the ball to start OT. Wow. Would Kirk Cousins, would you guys be surprised if Kirk Cousins throws a pick or fumbles here? No. Not, not even. <laughs> not a bit. Nope. I would be surprised if he threw a touchdown here. Yeah. Real quick. I would be really surprised if they scored. Yeah. Real quick before we hop into Buffalo, Houston. How about Jameis Winston? First ever quarterback. 30-30 club. 5,000 yards. That was so awesome. We were sitting down here. We were watching the games and it went to OT and it was just like an afterthought at that point because yeah. uh, Brent was here. He was like, dude, we got the bye. Let's fucking go. Like it was just basically really? an afterthought. That's cool. I was in the bathroom packing a chaw banger, and I look over and I see Debo Jones, fucking Deion Jones, jump that route, and I went ballistic. And Brent's <laughs> like, "Wait, Jameis threw a pick? That's 30. That's we all just went crazy, dude. <laughs> it was so cool. Over the pick, over the um, pick. I mean, so think cool. about how bad that is. 30 interceptions in 16 games. Jeez, it was every single week within on the first drive. On the first drive, just pick. I'd love to see okay. how many of his picks went to linebackers. Yeah. Because I mean, it seemed oh. like a lot of them, at least half were the linebackers. <laughs> I swear, like, half the time it's just like, he's like, literally like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I'll yeah. just throw it there. Like, who's a big fuck it quarterback? <laughs> Brett Favre. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the video on uh, NFL Films today on Brett Favre. He was just a really funny guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, hey, I hate, I hate the Packers, but I always I always had a sweet spot for Brett Favre. For really? He was my guy. I always liked young. Brett Favre. I, I yeah, weird. Those, like, Wasn't Rodgers your guy? And Clay Matthews? No. And huh. no. Mike McCarthy None was your favorite coach? No. <laughs> Gary said he'd share a beer with Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go golfing with Donald Driver. Oh my oh. god. That was a good, like, nice little double entendre yeah. right there. Golfing with Donald Driver. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Classic. Thank you. But, Brett Favre and A.J. Hawk. Brett Favre picture in the AJ Hawk jersey. You, you had the uh, the Brett Favre Jets jersey. <laughs> yeah, I, you had, was, well, I mean that because yeah, he was my boy. <laughs> I, I almost the, got the Vikings one too, but I was like, no, yeah. can't do that. I, I see. I had far. I had Brett Favre in fantasy when he was on the Vikings, and really? I, and I remember I won that year, and that's so why I, I like I had I had him in AP. So I remember I remember that year I was like, man, Favre's the best. But did, didn't you have a AJ Hawk jersey? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, sorry, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, that that thing was. Ugh. Ugly. Yeah. Ugh. Really I mean, those, ugly. those Packers colors, I mean, like, it, does, it just doesn't look good. No, it mm-hmm. doesn't. It looks, looks like piss and yeah. whatever else. Piss and puke. Piss and puke. Yeah. Yep. Piss and puke. That's all the Packers are. And that's why they're the worst 13-3 and team I've ever seen in my own two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'll take that one for you, Jerkus. That's, uh, that's something that Jerkus said before, and I, I couldn't agree more. It's I, shit, It pisses me off that we're sitting here on, on wildcard weekend and the Packers aren't playing. I don't, they, they still deserve this, man. They deserve this. Rodgers was no. Rodgers was. Average I mean, look all at the year. Saints. They're they're thirteen and three, aren't they? Coming in yeah, to but today, the, and how do they not like? I don't know the Packers. <sighs> the the Saints are so much better than the Packers. Yeah. though. like the, it's just it's like night and day. I mean, Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers has been average, and Aaron yeah. Aaron Jones has been fucking amazing. Their defense yeah. has been average, and but their their schedule has been great. I guess we could put that one on ourselves, as Bears fans. You know, yeah. If we pull one of those off, you know. 
there's always there's always those games. I mean, we lost we lost the Packers twice. Yep. Four zero against the rest of the division. Yeah, which is awesome. That is cool. Yeah, that's something that at least we can say that is. You know, we've got that part. Consolation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Consolation <laughs> trophy. But, but the then you, the one you want to beat are the Packers. Exactly. We can't do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we're like, I feel like we're like, we're like 500 at the Packers, like, the last few years here. Ooh, ooh. We are. Know. We've been pretty back and forth with the Packers, like, the last few years. I don't know, two years. and four in our last Oh, is that what years? it is? I, I don't know. That's what I, off the top of my, we're one and three we, well, uh, we, in the we last split, two. We split last year. Yeah. Oh, and two this year. Yeah. And then the year before, we might have pulled one off. When, I think we did pull I think, yeah, with so. John Fox. We beat him on Thanksgiving one year. I don't remember or what actually, year Actually, no. We, the year before that, didn't we lose a terrible game in which they were sitting Aaron Rodgers and Brett Hundley in there? And it was just a terrible game. I think that's like... Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, f- I feel like that's. I, the I feel like I remember that. Yeah, that's Brett what my fucking Hundley. That's what my Bears <laughs> fandom was like. Halfway down the shitter, it was yep. just like you know, fantasy's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm cool with fantasy right now. Yeah, but what is that the, like if you guys say you have the seven pick and the guy like Dalvin Cook's still on the board, are you even hesitating to pull the trigger on that? I mean, everything changes, but right now, absolutely right. Because it's, why should it be any different? No, yeah, year? for sure. Unless you know, the the thing about the thing about the Vikings offense is like. Their O line is very good, yeah. And there's there's always constantly big holes to hit yeah. for running backs. Like They've even got, even Alexander Madison, like like yeah. he, he can have a good game on a, on a given day. And these are it's another team with four running backs, four or five running yeah. backs, and they all get time. Exactly, and that and that's something to think about. So I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't feel great about Dalvin Cook at seven. Really, but he, he definitely he definitely should be around that right around there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like when it comes down to it, he won't. Well. I don't know. He probably won't be like a top three pick, which he no. was like a top three player all year. Right. But yeah. he, he we'll can't see be how top three. Just... Oh, oh, jeez. Is that a fumble? Ooh. Oh, blue. But uh, yeah, real quick, let's hit on uh, Buffalo Houston. Uh, Buffalo was up well, sixteen nothing. Sixteen nothing. The first drive, they just jammed it down their throat. They had like six plays, and they drove the length of the field. Yeah, there was this crazy place too. It was like these jet sweeps and reverses every which way. All the way down the field, and then you got a Josh Allen 42 or 43-yard run. Yeah. And then they play the trick play. Yep. And it was just, it was a beautiful fucking drive. Yeah. I was going nuts. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. John Brown throws like a little girl. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was terrible. Terrible. He floated that. Oh, bro, that's, I, that sideline play still gets to me. Yeah. Where, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, that was brutal. I don't know how you're an NFL receiver and you can't do yeah. Tony Two-Tap. Like, come on. Like I said, man, it literally looked like a Madden play where you're like, come on, like, um, come on, they wouldn't do that in real life. Right. Yeah. And then it happened and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's where they got it from. And then Booger called out Josh Allen on a bad throw, basically, is what he said. Yeah, it was a beautiful ball and yeah. then John Brown can't get his feet down and Booger's like, you see... Josh Allen's played a good game, but if he could just get that ball towards the sideline a little bit more, then John Brown has a chance to get both of his feet down. It's like, Booger, you are dog shit, dude. Booger. I couldn't believe Uh when I heard his stupid voice. For the win. Oh, Oh, dude. This sucks. Vikings down to the three. This is bad. That was a dime. That was a dime. That was a dime from Cousins. This is really bad. But yeah, uh, Booger also, I mean, dude, he's just so fucking bad. He, he also said it was like third and ten, clock, clock's running out for Buffalo, and he goes, if I'm Sean McDermott here, I would, I would, I would run a little draw and then, and then spike it. <laughs> you idiot, then you're turning the ball over and down. Yep. Right? Like, how yeah, no, I remember that too. I remember that too. So stupid. Like, Whenever I, he started talking, I'd just stop listening like instantly. Mm-hmm. And I, but I mean, and now like the guys that are with him up in the booth, they don't give him anything to work with. I noticed that yeah. yesterday, like, 
Booger will start talking about something, and then once he finishes it, whoever's with him like doesn't go off that Test or tour. ask him about it. It's yeah, tight. like he just he doesn't yeah. do any of that. He just all right, and third down here for Josh yep. Allen and the Bills. Exactly. Like he wouldn't like feed off a of Booger at all. Maybe he's like, just sick of it. You're just. He's so stupid. Oh, absolutely, he's sick of it. I can imagine yeah. being that dude. He's probably in the. He's, I mean, that dude does a good job. Te- I love Tessa's tour, dude. Yeah. He yeah. does a good ass job. Play by play, he's good, man. Yeah, he's really good. They need to add Pat McAfee to that crew. Oh, that McAfee's bit. in that booth, and him and Pat McAfee and Tessa Tor are boys. Are Tessa Tor's been on the Pat McAfee show before. Didn't really? Do, that like that's the that's so that's such a simple solution. Such dude, you want ratings? It'll to happen. Go up? It'll happen. Yeah, it has. Are you to. kidding me? They don't I have would, a choice. I would watch a. I would. I would watch a dog oh, shit boy. Jets versus. You know, Giants Monday Night Football game. I would watch all four quarters if Pat McAfee was on the mic. Man. Yep, absolutely. E- easy, easy. There's no, there's no question about that. Oh boy, this is crazy. Oh, he gets stood up. Second and goal from the three again. This is crazy. The Saints were a juggernaut all yeah. season, and if they're gonna go out like this, that's OT. But uh, yeah, the, the game yesterday went to OT. I would have <laughs> never guessed. Yeah. Fucking. I'll get this out of the way because I've been fucking same old song and dance. Bill O'Brien's dog shit. I yeah. hate Bill O'Brien. Oh, man, He's so bad. When they finally got back in the game, Deshaun Watson runs in in like a 20-yard touchdown, carries half of the fucking mm-hmm. Bills defense on his back to yep. the end zone. He was not, not scoring right there. Yeah. And he carried in half of the Bills defense, gets the two-point conversion. It was 16-8 to at that point. And then oh my God. the Bills just were flat, dude. The Bills just didn't couldn't get anything going. I don't know if that was more Texans defense stepping up. I don't know if it was Sean McDermott just, like, trying to waste clock. I don't know what it was. But that J.J. Watsack in the beginning of the yep. third quarter flipped the game yep. on its head, dude. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, they were lacking a pass rush the past few weeks. They got Vernon Hargraves. Their secondary was pretty decent, all things considered, aside from that game where they got fucking lit up by Drew Locke. But that, they got J.J. Watt back, and their front front seven looks fucking good, dude. Whitney Merciless. Yeah. Who's the other stud on that defense? Zach Cunningham. He, mm-hmm. he, they both looked good. Bradley Roby's been he had a good game yesterday. He yeah, dropped he a did. couple of interceptions. Yeah, that was the bad part. That, he was always like making the play. Oh, fade to Kyle Rudolph. Oh, game. you're no kidding. The Saints, the Saints are done. 26. Yeah, you gotta get your hand on the ball. What so, the fuck? That was terrible. The Saints are done. That sucks, dude. The last three seasons wow. have just been killer for them. Wow, Kyle Rudolph fade route corner to the end zone. Wow, terrible play. Good ball. Good ball by Kirk. Wow. Dude, yeah. Kirk just had a hell of a drive right there. Yeah. Kirk just had a hell of a drive like, right there. How do you yeah. not Kirk. see that? Like you... Oh, they're complaining. What are we complaining about? They're gonna, Let's they're see. Gonna, they're going to review to see if there was a passenger. <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh he pushed. He pushed. Oh, oh, he pushed. Oh, oh, he back. Oh, Can the Saints? This was all Sean well, Payton's well, doing. This, this rule right here getting implemented was all Sean Payton. Yep. <laughs> so, Wait, this is this is huge because the, the Saints are the reason that this rule exists. Yeah. And if the refs are able to save the Saints season after last <laughs> yeah. year, this is this is a chance for the referees, and they need all to right, fucking take. That was take. a pretty good push. No, yeah, no, that that's bleak. the thing. There was a play yesterday that they were talking about it, and uh, the guy looked like he pushed, but the defender didn't really. It didn't really affect the defender. Right. That affected yeah. uh, P.J. Williams, I think is his name. Yeah, P.J. Williams. <laughs> oh, don't cry, bro. You got another fucking <laughs> chance. Oh, no, they're, they're calling it. It's over. Oh, my God. They're not even going to review that. That's tough, dude. That's a well, brutal way. They can't review it? Wow. Drew Brees. Ah, jeez Louise, man. That's garbage. That 40 Minnesota mil. Miracle and then this. That sucks for the Saints. Yeah. Man, Vikings are their Saints, kryptonite, man. dude. Yeah. Yeah, if I was a Saints fan right now, I'm fucking going to the local bar and getting a fucking handle of liquor and ordering a few beers right off the bat. Going home and watching 
the saddest movie I could find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God, dude, and that's the thing. You know what really sucks is the Saints are the Saints fans, and the Saints are just going to be talking about that push now. It's going to be. Oh my God, that that's crazy? perfect. What a crazy way to end it. We're see, we're watching the, we're watching TV and it's muted. I really want to understand why they can't review that yeah. or why that isn't being reviewed right now because yeah. that that doesn't make any sense. That was a very blatant push. His yeah. head fucking jerked back. I don't Maybe uh, can. Sean Payton challenged that under two minutes. They get or, they or get. no, that's an overtime. Yeah, right. Okay, right. that's overtime. That too, overtime. Yeah. they do get a challenge in overtime. Yeah. and and it's, it's a scoring play, so scoring plays are automatically reviewed. That's absurd, I, dude. I don't get this. I mean, we're watching on mute, so maybe by the time we're done with this pod, we'll okay. hear some more shit. I will also say this: How the hell do you uh, miss that? Well, either miss it or overturn it. Like oh, from yeah. replay, how the hell do you do that? Based on what we've seen all season, um, some of the the most obvious hey, rule, rule book PIs. says extension of the arm that that you know that disables the uh-huh. the the receiver or the <clears throat> defender, and that was yeah. a clear extension of the arm that that pushed him back yeah. and got separation. That's, that's that's been the same theme all season from all those teams that are missing out on challenges and wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. fucked up, dude. The that's Saints crazy. go down. Uh, we got a little sidetracked there. Let's just wrap that up. Deshaun Watson's amazing, dude. I love watching dude, Deshaun Watson play. That play with that play to, to win it or to send him down and get that game winning. That that was unreal. Chills, that was, dude. That's literally one of that's gonna go down as an all time play. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely. He took two clean hits from two oh. big ass two hundred and fifty plus pound fucking linemen. Got stayed on his feet and delivered a fucking dump off. And I don't remember his name. Jones, I think it is their third string running back. He fucking took it like forty yards, got him in field goal range. That was awesome, dude. Yep. It was awesome. And, you know, I'm a Texans fan in January when the Bears are out of it. And that was just cool for me to see. That was the Texans Super Bowl, though. I mean, they're just going to get fucking... Whoever wins that game next week, Kansas City-Houston, they're going to the Super Bowl. That's where I'm at. I don't think the Ravens are going to do it. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans get fucking dog-walked by the Chiefs next week. Yeah. No, hey, yeah. I me mean, neither. I mean, just, because, just because the Chiefs defense is actually rolling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes, and like you know, the system is going to work for them. Whereas Bill O'Brien, I just don't trust Bill O'Brien. I don't trust yeah. the offensive line. Me I, either, dude. I, they got very lucky to come out of yesterday with a win. Yeah, I mean, at home against the Bills, they needed. Right? They needed. Yeah. they needed a couple plays from Deshaun Watson that were downright miracles, man. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he pulled it off. What do we got here? Kansas City lost to Houston, thirty-one twenty-four, week six. I do. Oh wow. Dang. Hold the phone. See, and this is this is this is cool, man. Like now, now you're looking at it, and obviously, as people that drafted Mitch, it kind of sucks. But yeah. I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun, and and Patty in the in the playoffs. I mean, that's pretty fucking sick. That's awesome. That's fucking so the sick. point differential between the three wild card games so far is six, seven, ten, ten. Ten total points. Yeah, this has been a crazy Good games. Yeah. yeah. Good games, man. And I mean, this this surprises too with the outcomes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Titans and now the Vikings. This Seahawks Eagles game is gonna be. I don't know what to. I don't even know what to think about this game, honestly. I really. Yeah. Don't. Well, I'm pretty sure there wasn't like very many wild card or like playoff games that have gone to OT in the past. Uh, there had been an OT wild card game since 2011, and we have two and three yeah. games in uh-huh. 2020. How about that? Yeah. Jeez. Would this technically be considered 2020 playoffs? Because then then in twenty twenty. Yeah, then next year will be twenty twenty one playoffs, you know? Yeah, fair enough. And then the year after that will probably be twenty twenty two. And then you know we'll what? Keep I going. think we're on to something here. <laughs> I think we're getting the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean yeah, hopefully I, honestly I hate Russell Wilson, but I hate the Eagles more. Yeah, like, I hate 
Absolutely despise the Eagles. Eagles man. I don't like Doug Peterson. He's fucking full of himself. He thinks his dick's huge, and I just I'm not I with it. I saw an old video of him on NFL Films today too, and he was he's just not a good looking man. Sorry. Party foul. Ah, uh, jeez, Austin. Sorry. All right, Nick Lynch. When you get back, you have to chug a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I'll get down on it. A whole one. <laughs> Doug, Doug Peterson reminds me of John Hamm in The Town. You guys know the movie The Town? No. Well, John Hamm's a cop, and I fucking hate him in that movie because I, <laughs> I hate that cop. So I fucking hate that cop, and I hate Doug Peterson because he reminds me of that cop. And I don't like cops. So. <laughs> Dude, last night at a bar, I was playing darts with a cop. He was very good. Hey. They're definitely some good kids out there. I got my my cousin's a cop. He's he's an awesome dude. Shout to him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I don't hate him. He's actually a good dude. What? He's a good dude. He's a great dude. Okay. All right, that's a W. He's out in Champagne though, you know. Oh yeah, he ain't bothering us. Yeah, he ain't bothering us. But all right, real quick, what do you guys got for this game? Seahawks, Eagles. I hate how the Eagles are the home team for this. By the way, oh nine and seven against a twelve and four team, and they get the home, you know, whatever. It drives me crazy, man. I really, honestly, like. I a hundred percent. I can a hundred. I can hundred percent see Carson Wentz and Eagles winning this game. Even no matter how banged up they are. Me too. Car- Carson Wentz has been great, um, but at the same time, Russell Wilson has been borderline MVP. And I just even without ah, the thing is, Seahawks don't have Kendricks on that defense. Right. They're, and obviously, they don't have Chris Carson or Rashad Penny. They're going with Lynch, and he had a Teddy last last week. But you know, I'm not sure how much. Right. How exactly in in season he is or in form he is. So, but at the same time, I think I'm just I'm just gonna roll with the Seahawks. I don't think it's it's tough to go the other way. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like you said, I I could easily see the Eagles making an NFC Championship for whatever reason. I, I don't even the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Yeah, I really don't. But that's just like kind of the, where I'm at. I just don't know why I think the Eagles have a chance. But I was telling Nick Lynch earlier there isn't a single quarterback I'd rather have in the fourth quarter than Russell Wilson. That's true. He is so fucking good. Like the 49ers dominated that game front to back last week, but in the fourth quarter Russell Wilson made it a game and was a single yard, literally about 12 inches away from fucking winning that game and having the bye this week. Mm. But it's just, hey, the game of inches. That's why they call it that. That was crazy. That was an awesome game. That was was great. (coughs) Probably the best Sunday night game of the year, and it came week 17, everything on the line. Everything on the line. Division on the line. The bye week on the fucking line. That was was definitely uh, tip of the cap for that flex into the Sunday night league. How? So Seattle is 11 and 5? 12 and 4. They're twelve and four. Correct. Holy shit. Yeah. And they have to play on the road because yeah, the Eagles the won the shittiest division in football. Yeah. Crazy man. Cool. Crazy. Cool. Cool rule. You guys got anything on football before we move on? Or you guys want to Bears talk real quick? Should or we just do that later? We'll say that for later. Okay. We'll that for later. Uh, sliding to Hawks, Bulls. What do you guys want to talk about? Okay, you got Hawks. Um. Yeah, the Hawks are getting on a little hot streak here before the All Star break, so. I'd love to see that, but I am not getting excited by any means. Cause, Don't get your hopes up. Uh, it's practically the Rockford Ice Hogs playing as the Hawks right now. <laughs> featuring these, Patrick Kane. Yeah, featuring Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and those guys. But literally, like, half the fucking, like, all these young guys from Rockford all came up and they're playing down. But, I mean, they're playing all right, and uh, I don't know. They, maybe they can make a little run for it here in the second half, but said to, well, I think I've talked about it on the previous episode maybe, but Seabrook and Calvin DeHaan are both out for the year. Yeah. Uh, Shawzy may never play again, so that's not Wait, good. what's that? What's that uh, situation? He got a really bad concussion. Oh, really? And that's like his sixth on record or something. So. Yeah. And that's just on record. Yeah. And Crow's up there, too. I think Crow's at like eight. Didn't Seabrook get surgery on both of his hips? Yeah, his ankle and his shoulder. I thought it was his hips. 
like a bunch of shit. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think, like, I think it was he has had surgery on both of his hips. Oh, uh, okay. Kind of like well, going, no, he had to, his... he got like three surgeries already since um, he's stopped playing. Yeah, it was, it was it's one of those things. Gotta... God. Yeah. How do you like, come back from that right now? He's already slow. Yeah. Got to love hockey. Like he, like <laughs> he was literally just falling apart, and it was yeah. those injuries like, play this year and don't get the surgery yet, or get just, the surgery and sit out. I want to see Patty Kane in the playoffs again. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what I want to see. Hey, yeah. Patty, Patty Kane had an unbelievable one-timer against Vancouver the other night. Oh, it was that, Patty Kane's still rocket. doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, on pace for over 100 yeah. points again. Absolutely. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, he's just killing it. He's having like some of his best seasons ever. Yeah. It's almost like he's getting better with age. Mm-hmm. Last year was like a... Wasting it. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, at some point, do you start wondering if they need to trade him and get value for him? Mm. Kaner? Not Kane. No, can't. not Kane. He's going to get a statue, Kane. dude. No. Yep. Not Kane. Yeah, you're right. You Kane think. is going to retire as a Blackhawk. Yep. Yeah, no He'll matter what. He'll be here his whole career. No matter what. John, Jonathan Taves, he's not safe. Yeah. Duncan Keith, and he's he... not safe. Sadly. I and Duncan Keith might stay there for his whole career. But uh, those guys, like, you can't keep all of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they've been here fucking, like, you know, since 08, so... It's a long time. Yeah. We've had great times here, but, you know, if it's going like this and Stan Bowman doesn't know how to build a hockey team because everything was given to him for those championships, that wasn't him. So now he's a dumbass that he failed in the offseason, so now he's going to all these like good teams like Boston and all these places to try and get something in return and mm-hmm. try and just do a quick fix on the season, like slap a Band-Aid over it and maybe we make the wild card. Like, no. That's not what you want, and that's definitely not what the Hawks have been about. And, you know, we won plenty of championships, and they built up a great fucking team. Not a good team, a great one. And dynasty. They, yeah, yeah, dynasty. And now we just have nothing. We have that strong core, three or four guys, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, there's there's kids that are playing good, but it's it's definitely goes back to the coaching with the Hawks, like I've said over and over again. So, I mean... I mean Hot streak before the All Star break, I'll take it. What about their draft picks? Uh, Who they drafted past draft? Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Doc. How's he's he, good. He's been playing well. Yeah, yeah. But like with the trades this off season, like Olimata, he's been a healthy scratch half the season. Calvin DeHaan gets hurt. He's uh, out for the season. That's just unfortunate. Um, Ryan Carpenter's okay. I think he was better in Las Vegas. It's just these little moves that Stan thinks is like a mastermind, but he's anywhere but that. Yeah. Like, it's just same old song and dance in Chicago with the GMs and the owners and shitty coaches. Mm-hmm. Dude, Chief shared a stat on Redline Radio. Shout out Redline, our, our buddies out in the, on the north side. But anyways, he said that the Hawks have only won one game all year where Patrick Kane has not scored a point. Yep. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Wow. That just goes to show how fucking valuable he is. Yeah. He's got, like, 42 points right now. Like, or no, he's got, like, 53. Man. That's 40. fucked. But yeah, he's just unreal. And, like, there's other guys that are in the league, you know, that are killing it. Right. But they're on fucking, like, there's, like, the Bruins' top line. Or if you're on the Bruins' power play, then, yeah, you're probably, like, getting towards close, like, to the top ten points. In the right. League because they're so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And the Hawks just don't have that. And we're not good enough in the back end to put Kane and Taves <laughs> on the front line to have those guys start. So you can't do that. And the Hawks have never done that with the top-heavy front line and then having mediocre lines two, three, and four. Like, other teams will do that. Like, the Penguins, maybe, will just throw out Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, and the best ring, whatever winger is good enough to play with those guys, then he gets a spot. But Hawks don't do that. Right. Hawks say, here's Kaner's line, and here's Taves' line. Now you guys run the show. 
But it just it doesn't really work like that. Sports yeah. purgatory, man. Yeah, and Taves literally just gets like dumped off. Like the fucking guys that are like castaways shouldn't even be on the fourth line on most teams, and they're playing with Jonathan Taves on the first line in Chicago. <laughs> That's on. so bad. That's terrible. I could imagine just like being Patrick Kane or Johnny Taves, and just like looking at him and being like, "Man, this is what we got. Yeah, this is what we are now. Yeah, like it's like, man, that's just so that's just disappointing, man. Yeah, so disappointing, especially when like like you said, like you have that core of three or four guys. Like the fact that you can't make it work, like that's just that's that just something. goes to show. Yeah, says, that, uh, that more than one guy doesn't know how to do his job says a lot. <laughs> says uh, a lot, man. What? How did we get rid of Panarin? He just. Uh, I don't know if he got yeah because it, it was his first year in uh, free agency last year so yeah. we traded him okay and he's got fifty five points right now he's oh, awesome he's yeah unreal yeah he's absolutely unreal and like that's what I heard on uh, one of the talk shows I was listening to the other day they said you know this guy's gotten rid of Hosa he's gotten rid of Panarin he's gotten rid of um, Dustin Bufflin he's gotten rid of all these guys yeah. And what's there to show for it now? I mean, you know, Buff's on is doing his own thing now. Yeah. He's got all this bullshit going on with the Jets. Really? So I don't want him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, he was on the Hawks in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. So he could have still been playing a good few solid years for the Hawks. Yeah. And not, like, another one with, like, castaways with Duncan Keith. Like, here's some kid that's never played in the league yet. Mm-hmm. Babysit him. Good. Like, yeah, and then Keith's out there flying around, and he thinks he has some sort of leeway and backup to it, and he turns around, and the kid's fucking picking his nose at the blue line. <laughs> picking his dingleberries. Like, on, <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's the same thing all over again. Yeah. It's a weekly segment, you know so- somber Hawks talk. That All that just makes me think of the Bulls. Yeah, you know what? That could all just be We've translated over this. and had the same like kinds of guys. <laughs> like, you know, Zach Levine's out there. He's putting up points. He put up thirty five yeah. last night, and oh, <laughs> nothing else. December yeah. was Wendell his best had month. another double double, and we lost by ten. Yeah, or whatever. So it's brutal, dude. Yeah, that's but a nice segue, though. At, at the very least, though, the Bulls are cl- like, we need somebody like Anthony Davis or something like that. And then, you know what, that's when I'll start taking the Bulls serious. But until then, until Jim Boylan's gone, and honestly, I don't, I just hate guard packs like everyone else. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with them. But the Bulls aren't going to do anything until, it can't just keep being draft picks. Because we've got enough young guys. We've got enough young talent. We've got the young talent. And we'll see what it translates into. Dude, the, the thing that really pisses me off, like, don't get me wrong, I, I wasn't huge on trading for Otto Porter at the time, mm-hmm. but when Otto Porter got hurt, it was day-to-day, and it turned into a two-month injury. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And now he's in a boot, it looks like he's nowhere close to playing. Yeah. yeah. It's literally like Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't get that stuff. I don't know why everything's got to be so into wraps. I don't know. It just he makes everything... walked out and saw the score to one of their games and, like, smacked himself in the ankle. <laughs> he was like, oop, no. Nope. Like the Saw movie, he just started, ah, <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm not Kyrie, playing. Kyrie's <laughs> trying to wait for KD, too. Dude. <laughs> is that what that was Yeah, he yeah. says he has no idea when he can play and it could require surgery. That's like uh, That's Draymond nice. when yeah. uh, Steph got hurt and then uh, Clay <laughs> announced that he probably wasn't coming back this year. Yeah. Draymond, like that Monday, it was. I heard that on a weekend story on ESPN. That Monday, Draymond comes out and says that his thumb hurts. Yeah. <laughs> he sat out for like two weeks. I'm like, bro, come Get on. Get out of here. Like, Get... you fucking pussy. Real quick before we dive deeper into the Bulls, I saw a little throwback video on Twitter the other day of... Uh, 
Brittany Griner saying she can beat Boogie one on one. I saw that too. Yeah, and it's just the U.S. Olympic team. First they ask KD, and KD just gives him like a little smirk, and he's like, "I like the confidence, BG, but I'm gonna have to go to Marcus yeah, on that one." Yeah. And my favorite one was when they asked Draymond, and Draymond literally goes, "I'm gonna have to go Cuz on that one." <laughs> And they even asked the USA coach, the, the USA women's coach. Gino Ariema. And he, he was like, you're like, Brittany is very athletic. <laughs> Brittany is very quick. But she couldn't beat DeMarcus. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I would head to the bank. I would bet my house. Yeah, yeah. And every single dollar I have. On DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, no. I, and like, as you talk, I thought he was going to say Brittany Grinder. Yeah. Said, DeMarcus Cousins. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All right. I mean, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to play in the NBA. That's what she was saying when she was coming out of college. Fucking eleventh, 11th, eleventh 11th gal, I guess. I was gonna right. say eleventh man, but I figured I'd fucking get they need torched to on Twitter that for that. Shit out because yeah. now, now, now I'm hearing on baseball podcasts that there's girls trying to get in the MLB. Bro, we don't need your 65 Fuck mile off. an hour heater. Yeah. We don't need that in the Fuck game. Fuck off. Make your own league. Make the WMLB. Don't fucking... No, don't even fucking tarnish the name I like that. I don't care. WB, women's Cause you, baseball. Because you know that it's not going to go anywhere. I'm sorry. It's not going to go anywhere. If they start this league, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be like the WNBA and they're going to be like, we want three hundred and twenty-five million dollar contracts. I'm like, yeah, but you don't throw it ninety-eight. Yeah. You, you can't can hit the corners. Your field's two hundred <laughs> feet down the line. What makes yeah. you think you deserve three hundred million dollars, hey, Mike Trout? No, I say like any other sport, throw one out there, throw them to the fucking dogs, and then when they see the first pitches go right by them, and they fucking make some terrible plays in the field, <laughs> and everybody laughs at them, then they're out of the league. Yep. Hey, imagine. Imagine some catcher prospect. <laughs> some tank back there. <laughs> like what, what was the what was the girl from Backyard Baseball? Keisha Phillips. Keisha Phillips. Now she could play. See, the that's, what that's, who, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's who Tommy pitched to that one time in your guys' all star tournament. Oh, yeah, no, Keisha the state Williams. championship game. Yeah. Uh this to this girl had <laughs> oh, two boy. no the state championship against LaGrange. I'll never forget it. They had two home runs and a ground rule double against us. We wow. lost like Fourteen to three or something, yeah. See, it's they, crazy. That's my thing. Like, hey, I am a hundred and ninety three three thousand percent for equality. But when it comes yeah. when it comes to sports, if you want it if you want fact. that equality, you have to be able to play oh. on, that, on that level. Which is like Gary said, ninety nine mile, mile per hour fastballs, and oh, that's over the yeah. over the hand, you know, over, overhand pitching. That's you know? what I'm saying, dude. And like, it's I mean, it's it, there's it's just it's a fine line to walk. Yeah. And I'd be so pissed off if I was in, like, a farm league system and I saw a girl get called up, like, instantly. This is a fucking publicity stunt. Yep. Like, she's not that good. I'm sorry. No, dude. Hey. I'm sorry. That's why there's two separate leagues for every single sport. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And that's, I and think like, that's how... And then I saw Jenny Finch's interview on it. She's like, I think we'll definitely see one in our lifetime. And I'm like, shut up. Oh yeah, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> Bleep that out. Yeah, uh, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Okay, dude, she right. struck. Out, she struck out Albert one time, and then everybody's like, "Oh, she can play baseball." It's like, uh, dude, send her on the mound against Prime Kershaw. We'll see if she fucking even gets. Some piece <laughs> yeah. We're experiencing technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Okay, 
real quick, first drive something I want to point out for the Seahawks. That their new running backs right there. That dude fumbled on the first run of the game. Yep. So that'll be something to watch. Yeah, and that's the thing. Seahawks live and die by the ground game. Yeah. Dude. Like Russell Wilson's amazing, obviously, yeah. but the way Russell Wilson gets going is through play action. You mm-hmm. can't get teams to bite on play action if you can't run the ball. Yep. Exactly. Carson Wentz. A hundred and whatever million dollar quarterback, 16th out of 32 for PFF. And don't get me wrong, I'm not very big on PFF. See, Goddard's the fifth ranked yeah. tight end on PFF. Uh-huh. Like, dude, he he was literally, shout out to our podcast, irrelevant for half of the season. <laughs> and then he came in the second half because Ertz is not very good. Yeah. Let's be real. Ertz is not the greatest, not the best tight end in the league, not even like top two. And it's not even particularly close. It's Kittle and Kelsey by a wide margin. And then Ertz. Yeah, yeah, and then Ertz has got and that hey, spot held hold down. Hold on, hold on. What about Trey Burton? Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he might be, like, 40, 40th best tight end in the league. I don't Fair. know. I wouldn't even put him up there. Yeah. I'd put Luke Wilson. I was him. just about to say Luke, Luke Wilson above him. Just because yeah, he's a cool that, guy. <laughs> who's, who's that uh, Bears tight end? That's J.P. Holtz. J.P. Holtz. I'm putting him way above Trey Burton. Yeah, I mean, dude, and that's the thing. Last year, like, when we were 12-4... and four, Trey Burton was like kind of decent for us. Like it's not he that had he a was role. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he was our big play factor, but having a safety valve in your offense is huge, especially for yeah. a young quarterback. And Mitch just doesn't have that right now. I mean, you could say it's A-Rob, but it's a lot easier to shut out a tight end or a yeah. wide receiver than it is to shut out a tight end. Yeah. Because if you're gonna put a sa- or a corner of safety on a tight end, then that just leaves some a wide receiver in one on one. But if you're oh. Gonna, Oh, jeez. That's yeah, a, bad snap Yeah, okay. I don't hate that. That was kind of cool. Thank See, Mitch would have dove on that. Yep. That's yeah. the difference. But, uh... Yeah. I, yeah it's, <laughs> that's not it. It's the fact that Mitch can't read a defense. <laughs> he can't say, read a zone to save his fucking life. And I, Well, the thing about uh, the tight end position is, and Nagy's kind of pointed it out here in the last however many weeks in, in the post postseason wrap-up, he pointed out that in his offense in particularly, the tight end position is very important. Yep. And the fact that we didn't have any type of, of efficiency or production in that position was huge. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I mean, Trey Burton being hurt is you know you can't really you can't really do much about that. Hopefully he comes back next year and he's better and he's healthy. Comes he's back really, next year is he? Is that the thing? I think he's still under contract. He's still under contract. Yeah. Ryan Pace was talking like Good. he was still under contract. But and then you just gotta think about the draft. But I mean, Bryson that, Hopkins, that's, that's my guy. That's a, that's Purdue, a critical, Purdue, Purdue, that's a, that's a critical position for us. So we need to. We yeah, need to it will up. be addressed. It, it definitely will. It'll be just like the David Montgomery thing. They'll probably come out and answer it right out the gate. Right. I'd, I'd love to see him get the best tight end on the board. If, if yeah, that's what yeah. I don't know. If that's a, if that's the play. Yeah, and that kid from Purdue does look. Yeah. he looks quick. He looks athletic. He can run block. He can. Yeah. he's got good route running. Yeah. And it's just a matter of, like, do you want to take that? We have two second round picks this year. Yeah, right. forty three and forty nine. And the, do 50. you want? Do you trade is up? Is it fifty? Yeah. Okay. Do 50. you trade up? Do you trade down? Jesus do you, do you, Christ! Do you take a tight end when you when you could get, take an offensive lineman? Because yeah. that's the thing for me. O line, yeah, O line corn. If there's some young young stud like Greedy Williams got picked right around that range last year, and he was Felt. at one point like a top five pick. Yeah. No, top ten guarantee. Yeah. It was like set in stone that Greedy Williams would be a and top ten And then he fell pick. to the Browns in the second round. And so if there's a guy like that, that'll be something to look at. Our, our offensive line needs to be priority number one. Correct. Yeah. We, uh, we, I, I agree. Got to protect Mitch. You cannot uh, expect Mitch to be productive when he feels <clears throat> like he's being pressured. Exactly. And, and even though he's great, a great scrambler, like we need, we need a calm Mitch who is able to look at a defense oh and hopefully read it by, yeah. by the time that the season starts. That is asking a lot and out of Mitch. The most of, of, and the most important part of that is offensive line needs to be solid, running back or running games needs to be solid. Yeah. Because like you said just with just now with the with the Seahawks, a solid running game leads to a solid passing game. Exactly. And that's that's where it starts and that that was the problem the whole year. It's 
Nagy wanted to be wanted Mitch to be Aaron Rodgers. He wanted Mitch to throw the ball forty times a game and yeah. win games with Mitch. And it's just it's not gonna happen, dude. It's not gonna happen with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Not not if he uses them the way that he has been. Right. That's that's a damn dude. Fact. Nate, I, I, I like all year I've been saying it's Mitch, and then second half it's like all right, it's Nagy. But I think Nagy needs to give up play calling duties, dude. Oh yeah. And that's, that's that was what... brought up like early in this season, yeah. the first time that I heard it, and it just kind of was brushed off. And now to now it's like everybody's like coming for it, like. And how Nagy's a young head coach, right. and that's like his thing. That's part of the reason he got hired was because of the offensive side. Mm-hmm. And so for him to give up play calling would be something that it'd be a big thing for him. Andy Reid gave up yeah, play calling Andy to Re- him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can't he do that? Yeah, like he, he and Andy Reid. Well, now they're the guy who would have given it up to our Mark Helfrich is gone. Well, so that's, no, we'll but see. I, I love that. I love that because yeah. that's the thing. You need you need somebody to come in that can that can look at it from a. Uh, outside perspective, somebody who hasn't been in the building yeah. doesn't have the emotions tied to Mitch. Yeah. Doesn't have emotions tied to any other part of this team who can come in and, and objectively, you know, analyze the situation right. and tell you what's best, and then you guys can collaborate. Maybe you don't have to give up play calling, uh, uh, like playing calling completely. Right. But maybe just like to a degree, let this guy come in and be like, hey, yeah, like, this is how we need to use Mitch, and mm-hmm. we can work on something like that because that's the thing. We didn't make adjustments. Like, oh no, like, we like made you said, negative adjustments. Like you said, Nagy, Nagy, we expected Mitch to get better this season, and getting better from last season was going from Pro Bowler to somebody that we can absolutely build our franchise around. Correct. And that, I mean, that was a big expectation to make, mm-hmm. and a hefty one to make on it for anybody. But everybody, including Mitch on this team, regressed. Yeah. So now we have to adjust. And that's something we didn't do practically all season until yep. it didn't matter. You Hear know? me out. One name I want to throw out there. I said it to Nick Lynch yesterday. It's not a sexy name by any stretch. But Pat Shermer just got fired by the Giants. He got a lot out of Danny Dimes this year. Sa- I know David Montgomery isn't exactly Saquon. But if he could just develop a run scheme, we need a OC that can ground and pound the ball. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was supposed to be Mark Helfrich's job. Yeah, he was <laughs> huge in RPOs, game. and that was the thing. RPOs requires Mitch to read the zone yeah. defenses, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> we need a guy that could just come in there and fucking our halfback dives get fucking four or five yards instead of two. Yeah. And, like, I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but if you're a football guy, you know that four or five yards is huge compared yes. to two fucking yards. Because second and eight, you're passing the ball, usually. And if you get sacked in completion, it's just not It's not good. No, it's yeah. a recipe for disaster. We need to be in front of the change the whole game. Exactly. Mitch, Mitch cannot be fighting behind the change. If Mitch, nope. is looking, if Mitch is looking at third and nines, third and eights, or third and 11s all game, we're not going to win. We're not going to win. Like we, Mitch has so many tools, man. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. Mitch has like every tool that you see that Deshaun Watson has and Patrick Mahomes has. Coming to the draft, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky had those tools, still has those tools. Highest-rated quarterback coming into the draft. Exactly. And some Dan Durkic, whoever the fuck that asshole is, he's tweeting today. Hold up, let me find the tweet. I want to see exactly what he said, because I tweeted him. I said, hey, Dan, I got an idea. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that dude drives me crazy. I hate him. Drives me crazy. He said, just think, Ryan Pace thought there was such a big gap between Trubisky and Mahomes, and not even Watson, that he traded up for him as not to possibly settle for a different player. Yikes. And his top five quarterbacks coming into that draft, number one, Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, <laughs> God. Who's he backing oh, up right oh, now? God. Who's he backing up right now? Deshaun uh, Kaiser. I don't that, even know. Is no, it? Is he, I think uh, he went back to Notre Dame and he's just... <laughs> fifth year. He's, in, he's the mascot at Notre Dame. Yeah. Now. <laughs> gonna, yeah. Number two, Mitchell Trubisky, North Carolina. What number do you know? three, Deshaun Watson. What do you know? Number four, Pat Mahomes. Number five, Davis Webb. What do you know? Crazy. What do you know? 
And this fucking... Hold on, let me say his name one more time. Dan Durkin. Yeah, we're gonna at you. Yeah. We'll let you know. Suck my dick at DJ Durkin, you're garbage. And the fact that he would even say yikes at the end, like, oof, suck my balls, dude. <laughs> you thought the same thing. Exactly. Son. You thought the same thing. And Nick Lynch brought up a point a few weeks ago. He was like, he read an article where it said, John Fox and the quarterback coach wanted Deshaun Watson, and Ryan Pace was all in on Trubisky. He thought that Trubisky was the safer pick. I don't know if it's because of his skin color. We're not going to get into that. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like that something has something to do with it. Ryan Pace had Drew Brees prior to coming to the Bears, and I think he just wanted somebody to basically be Drew Brees 2.0, and he thought Mitch was the correct guy. And it just it, that's not what Mitch is. Mitch is Deshaun Watson, but... Uh, don't get me wrong, obviously he's not Deshaun Watson, but he has the tools that Deshaun has. Like, Deshaun's not perfect, he's made plenty of mistakes this year, he yeah. had 12 picks. Did you see Twitter yesterday during that game when, uh, when Deshaun, Deshaun had like yeah. 6 yards or whatever mm-hmm. in the first half and people people were blowing it up yeah. with Bears Twitter all over it was <laughs> playoff Mitch and then uh, it was oh greater than sign to Deshaun in the playoffs, I'm like, alright. Calm down, yeah. and then he does that play in the fourth quarter. Single-handedly wins yeah, that game for them. Yeah, he single-handedly wins the game for him. I'm like, Mitch would have not done that in a million years. That's what sucks, dude. It's just like, we, us Bears fans, we're stuck. We're so stuck. We are stuck. See, I don't feel that. I don't feel that. Do you it's, feel that? It can't, I just feel stuck in the sense where we're never going to get rid of the comparisons to MVP already Patrick Mahomes and... Young superstar yeah. MVP candidate yeah. every single year. Yeah, and everything Watson. else. We've made the playoffs five times since uh, like the year two thousand or whatever. In the last twenty years, we've made it four four <sighs> times. I think is what it is. That's a bad. Explain stat. that. Yeah. How how does that happen with all the good defensive we good defenses that we've had? And it as a Bears fan that's seen it so many times before. How are you? How are you supposed to feel anyway? But well, here we go again. Well, my thing with that that whole comparisons thing is like that's just something we gotta live with. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we all came you're to right. with that. You're I think, right. A while ago. And like, you're thinking about it the right way as a fan and somebody who's got to hope for the best. Like, there's no, I don't know. We're never gonna get by that. There's, yeah, there's all, like no matter what happens, even if Mitch goes on, wins a Super Bowl before Super either Bowl. of the two. Exactly. If he wins a Super Bowl eat before either of the two, it's oh he didn't win an MVP. It's yep. like I don't give a rat's ass. I want a fucking ring, dude. And that's all yeah. we need. That's all we need. And I think that's that's that needs to be the focus. Let's just let's just shut up. I know it's gonna be impossible. Let, let's let's try and shut up about the. Let's stop comparing him to Pat. And Deshaun, I know it's tough, but let's just worry about him being a serviceable, serviceable quarterback for the Bears that can be on the field long enough to give our defense time to rest and come out and make some plays and do his own to make some plays and win a fucking Super Bowl. And I believe they can do that. I, I know it's it. a high task, but why can't Mitch be like Brady in the sense where he could just be a game manager and be really good at it? Like, Brady's the GOAT, but he was a game manager his whole career. You never saw Brady fucking cutting it loose for 40-yard bombs five times a game. No. Obviously, he'd get sprinkled in there, but... We had Randy Moss, he didn't. But yeah, okay. Randy Moss was wide open, man. The best wide receiver of all time. Exactly. I don't care what anybody says. He's better than Jerry Rice ever was. <laughs> I, I would agree. I would agree. It's Randy, Calvin, Jerry. Yep. Larry That's Fitz, tough. A.B. Tough, I was going to put A.B. over you Larry Fitz. You put A.B. in the top five? Dude, A.B.'s amazing. Oh, A.B., before all this... The whole AB thing happened. It was like Jerry Rice. They like he could. He's right there with the dude. best wide receivers of all time. Exactly. A- A- that's who AB is. AB is unmatched. If yeah. AB was in the league right now, we wouldn't even be talking about Michael Did Thomas. Did you see what uh, the Saints said about him in that workout? What they say? They said that he, they were like he was just completely blown away by him. They yeah. said he didn't drop one ball. Yeah. I mean, they were, they might have been exaggerating yeah. a little bit, but they said everything we threw at him, he caught it. Yep, that's what you get out of the best wide receiver the past 
decade Six, by yeah, far. Yeah, uh, by yeah 100%. I, I drafted it was him and Julio. Yeah, that's that was their decade. But 100%. he's on Twitter calling his mom a dyke and his dad a clown <laughs> and calling everybody. In. Damn it! He, he like shuts up. <laughs> no, Avon. I, 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 I drafted. You're doing so good. I drafted AV with the second pick in my in in the draft or second second round pick in my draft. And hey, I don't regret it, man. It's hard draft. to regret those things because you look at. I love AB. I love AB love too, AB. dude. I, I love all. I love. I love. I hate that fucking I love guy. All the yeah, I hate that fucking guy now. Come on, stop <laughs> it, guys! We're trying to do Sorry. a little promo Sorry. here. God, AB, we love you, dude. Oh, Come on the podcast. Yeah. We'll just have, that was the whole point. <laughs> that was the whole thing. I brought up AB. Pelly's like, yeah, and then I was like, perfect. Yeah. Let's roll with it, boys. Yeah. Well, right. we can cut it out. We've got the edits. Yeah, cat's out of the bag. Okay. AB, just come on the podcast, dude. Yeah. I want to talk we to you. Talk, yeah. Yeah. We want to talk, man. I take talk. it all back. <laughs> I take those We love you, AB. Said back. This AB. is my first time here, and I'm... <laughs> I, can't, I, can't tell, I can't tell you the next time I'll be here, so... You know, that's just someone, yeah, yeah, some Lynch, guy's opinion. Nick Lynch can go off on AB. He won't be here if you ever... <laughs> God damn it. The whole fucking... The, the script is out, man. Yeah. Uh, it was all going so good. We talked man. about it. It's a pipe bomb. <laughs> Gary goes, I fucking hate that guy. And I was like, like, no! Stop Gary. this! Oh, Gary. <laughs> no, wrong way. Wrong way. Turn around. Hey, AB, if you ever want to talk, let us know. If you ever want to get in touch with the Bears, let us know. We have a hookup to the third string tight end of the Bears. Hey, dude. AB on the Bears, now hold on. Yeah. Now hold the phone. I know. Oh. But that's the thing. Our locker room's so tight. Yeah, I, that's the one thing that Matt Nagy does really well. He keeps, he keeps the cult. Yeah, uh-huh. People seem to And that's, that's that's what I feel like. I feel like, you know, AB come in and we, we, we can brace AB. Oh. We can oh. brace AB. Dude, we, no. could keep a, we could keep AB in check. We could. No. Oh. AB would try and keep the With Bears Mitch? in check because he would run the shit. Yeah. AB would then... push Mitch, man. He would push Mitch. No, he would probably just tear him apart. Torment yeah, him. he'd push him into the locker. And, like, <laughs> and then call him a yeah. <laughs> he'd, run up on, he'd run up on Nagy, call like, swinging on him and shit. He's like, who is this clown? Yeah. Come on. Come I on. never heard of you, number 10. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Patterson, give me 84. You ain't deserve 84. I don't care yeah. if you were an all-pro motherfucker. Come on, get out of here. Speaking of which, shout out to, hey, golf clap for Cordero Patterson. Yep. All-pro, all-pro special teams. Well-deserved. I, You know, of all the things that Ryan Pace did this offseason, uh, that, that, that was by far the best, great the best move. I mean, and that's somebody that we should try and make a bear for the rest of his career. Yep. Straight up. Except for the third and one place when you would try and run Bro, him right up the that's not his He point. averaged like... Seven yards of carry throughout yeah. his career. No, I'm saying Nagy. Right, that's, right. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, Nagy, oh, you even yeah. put him in that position. Yeah. yeah. Nagy has to understand that when you put Cordero Patterson in the backfield by himself, the defense understands that you're probably going to use Cordero Patterson. Correct. Like, that's yeah. just a fact, and especially when it's a third and short situation. And that's just the things where it's like Nagy just has to have a better perspective on it. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he just gets so caught up in the game. We talked about it before where it's like he just wants to be the genius. The yep. smartest, smartest man, man on, on the field. field at all times. And, you know, th- like that's not, that's not it. He's like not we, even on the field. We, we have so much talent. You can, you can, you can play straight up hard nosed football and win. It's, it's proven. It's proven. You know, like that's the team. The teams that are in these playoffs right now: Seahawks, and Eagles. Seahawks. The Niners, dude. The Niners run the ball more than anybody. They have four different running backs that are yep. good. They are efficient, and it's just crazy that they just they fucking eat week in week out. They and don't, and don't tell me that Jimmy G's elite. He no, ain't. no, he's no, not. He ain't. I'm, Behind that, don't like don't tell me that Mitch Trubisky can't be just as good as Jimmy G. Correct. I believe he definitely could. If I he can just read his I'm, I'd put those guys really close together, and I'd probably put Mitch over the top a little bit because he just he has a little bit more. Uh, Hutzpah. 
Yeah, he has a little more oomph behind him, and he has, like, like when when he is playing well, he has those few things that he does really well. He can use his he feet. He can scramble. He can, yeah, he can scramble. He can get out of the pocket, and he can make those throws on the run. Tough yeah, throws. No, yeah, no. On the make. run, Mitch is, like, at his best. Yeah. yeah. He's great at getting out of the pocket <laughs> and, and, you know, getting out under pressure. He can he can scramble out a lot of shit and make a play out of it, man. Yeah. And yeah. that's the shit that, you that's, know. That's what we need Mitch to be. We need him to be a playmaker that can keep the... And, defense on its heels. What Mitch really needs is like what Tom Brady uses is get one of the buzzers on your ankle and you yes. take the buzzer to your ankle. Did you guys see this shit? No. Yeah, I the, saw this. The conspiracy is that uh, that huge bulky ankle tape <laughs> that Brady has is a buzzer and they buzz it when there's uh, backside pressure blindside, coming. Blindside pressure coming yeah, behind Yeah, blindside him. pressure. Because he see always him. sees it. He always he always steps senses up. it, and yeah, he always will up. step up and like take that perfect little sidestep. And that and he's foot just always far, moves first, far enough away Whoa. from. But always moves first when he, whenever yeah. he, he feels yeah. that blind side, and then that foot that foot like jumps little up. Little buzzer, little eh, eh. little something. Uh-oh. <laughs> we know the Patriots are cheaters, but that, that that's hey, a nice conspiracy theory. That's that's crazy. That's you, a you nice. Conspiracy. Hire one guy to sit on the sideline or sit up top and yeah, so just buzz that whenever anybody. Brady's getting fucking blindside pressure. Like that's crazy. I wouldn't, I honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. And honestly, Mitch should stay away from that, because then he'd be thinking about that. Yeah, exactly. Too. And then he'd look left and look right <laughs> even more, and then he'd get sacked. But he'd buzz, buzz the ankle. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah he'd, he'd buzz the ankle, he'd, he'd like, scare me, he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was that? Oh, oh, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> he's down Cute, the ground. look up. I thought it was a run! <laughs> <laughs> For how much we clown Trubisky, it just sucks that our whole like sports fandom, like I think I can speak for all of us on this. We care about the Bears more than any of our other yeah. sports teams. Yep. I think so. Like uh, when I the Bears are good, you, per, for me per, personally, I wouldn't say. That. When the Bears are good, dude, there is not a better time to be alive. I, I, it's just really hard to go by because I know if the White Sox are really good this year, then that's just gonna really, really hit home for me. But. Yeah, but I mean that's the Fair thing. Enough. You've you've gotten a ring in your lifetime with the White Sox. Me yeah. and Pelly have gotten a ring with the Cardinals. You've gotten a ring with the Cubs. Like. Got a we, couple, couple rings with Cardinals. Yeah, you let's, know, let's I didn't not, want to flex. But. Let's not be humble. <laughs> all, yeah, we've seen it with the Hawks. Exactly, we've all got the Bulls. With the, Hawks. the Bulls is one that the past couple of years has really. I want to see the Bulls fucking back yeah. in meaningful games. Right. You know, we'll, we'll, I, we'll get into the Bulls in a second. Yeah. Just, just kind of like to, to wrap up Bears talk. We just hired a new O line coach, uh, and he's and he's been with he's been with Nagy in Philadelphia and in Kansas City. And I and I like that. I like somebody that's been there and un, under, understands what Nagy's trying to do more. Right. Whereas this guy, this 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 previous offensive line coach, has been there since John Fox. He's been part of the system for a Old while. Old blood. You're, you're they're, they're they're both trying to like meet halfway on something. I thought I thought our old O line coach came out of like Notre Dame or something. That I don't know. I actually you might be right. I think could be because I thought, yeah, I thought that Helfrich and his O line coach were like some of Nagy's big hires when. Nagy first brought people Could be. in. Because Quentin Nelson was on uh, Redline Radio and they asked him about our O-line coach and Quentin Nelson was like, that's the best coach I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm sure maybe he was in the NFL prior to Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure on his yeah. whole background But you or can anything. see why, well, they used the scapegoats this year. I mean... They got 16 we'll more games, happens. baby. Yep, they got 16 more. It'll be... Hey. No, dude. It'll be week three, week four until people... And if we are... One and two, and looking shitty, it, that's when people really... It'll be like the Jason Garrett. We'll be calling for it, and yeah. it'll be a, that will be the story if they don't turn it around quick. Hey, the thing the thing about Nagy is people call for his head. Nagy's 20-12 and 12 as, as the Bears coach. Dude, and the thing is, there are seven teams that are better in that two-year stretch, and they're the exact teams you would think of. The Kansas City Chiefs, the New Orleans Saints, the yeah. Patriots, the Eagles, the Seahawks. It's those teams. 
and then it's us. We are right behind <laughs> those teams. It's yeah. like, and don't get me wrong, like, obviously this year was a gigantic letdown, and yep. we all had Super so Bowl aspirations. Like, yeah, it was Super Bowl or bust, yeah. really. And we didn't even make the fucking playoffs. But there are things you can build off. And one of them being that our defense obviously took a step back, but our defense was still really fucking good. Yeah. yeah. From yeah, from a if you look across the league, like they held teams across or under twenty points per game. And if you on a lot of teams, that's winning games. Yeah. And that's and our defense was good enough to make plays when it mattered like if we would have if we're talking about us in the playoffs, like our defense is not the concern. No. Not at all. So and that's another thing. If our offense is somewhat competent, our defense doesn't give up the amount of points that we have been getting. When, when exactly. we were electric, when we had those Mitchie, those, he'd get that lightning bolt up his ass and he'd <laughs> fucking storm down the field, the Bears' defense would respond and come out and make plays. All, every time. Every yeah. time. Every but single the, time. The, the offense was, I feel like, historically bad from just watching them. Yep. Like, the worst offense I can remember as a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. And it literally reminded me of John Fox last year with Mitch's rookie year. But yeah, better was, because we had a run game. Exactly. That, that was... Yeah, mm-hmm. we had Munch Howard. Yeah. And that's another thing. Munch, Howard, Munch Howard's absence really hurt. Yeah. We saw it. Some, I, yeah. yeah. I, remember being, I remember being upset when we, when we made that deal. And that was, granted, that was before we drafted Montgomery. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I when we made that deal, I was like, why? That, that just it, it seemed like we were fixing something that wasn't broken. I was sitting in this very backyard where we are at currently, and... Stefan told me, he's like, wow, we just traded Munch Howard to the Eagles. For a sixth round. And I, like, I was quiet for the next hour. I was fucking heartbroken. And then yeah. the fucking PFF numbers come out. Yards after contact, last three years. Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard. Right and I was like, oh, And crazy. what else is crazy, he came into the league the same time, too. And and you, you look at his last four years since he's been in the league, he's right there with those yep. guys. And, and and even after this year, he had it. He, he had was, a good year. He was hurt for most of the year, but he when he played, he was good. He's very good. He, he plays his role good. really well. I mean, <clears throat> he's better than like imagine the Patriots if they had Jordan Howard instead of Sony Michelle. I yeah. like I had Sony Michelle on my fantasy team this year, so maybe that's where it comes from. But just watching him and watching him yesterday, like what does he do that's better than Jordan Howard? They are the same. They don't catch the ball at all. Yeah, and but they. Jordan Howard runs hard. Yeah, and he picks up those those yards. So, uh, like overall, how do we feel about Montgomery then? Because I've I, heard some people say that he stinks. No, I, I, would, I don't think it's a yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't yeah. say that he stinks, but I don't think he's what we expected. I mean, it, no, he, he's he's just running behind a terrible line and everything, and he does make those good moves. But like I was expecting, you know, a real downhill, hard nosed fucking running back and. I mean, I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more out of him yeah. this year. And that, you hit it on the head. We had a terrible O-line. Like, one thing I noticed about David Montgomery all year was that motherfucker falls forward every single every time. Every single time. You know who else falls forward? Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Every single time. And he's, I'm not saying mm-hmm. he could be Zeke, but he can catch the ball. He's a three-down back, and he will be a three-down back for us. Even though Nagy has some fucking fetish with giving, giving Tariq Cohen the ball, like... And don't get me wrong, Tariq's loved in this city. I'm convinced if he wasn't 5'5 five, five and three quarters, he wouldn't be as loved. If he was a 6'3 running back with speed, he would be this fucking shunned. Yeah, because that sideline magnet is exactly. strong. It's, it's, ta- it's hard to watch at times. It, it really is. and mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I, I'm as high on David Montgomery as I am on anybody in this Bears offense. We need to get David Montgomery the ball 25 times yeah, a game. He ended on a high note. He did, dude. And he had 1,000 total yards this year. I know it's not 1,000 rushing yards, really? but 1,000 total yards. I'll that, take that. Well, that yeah. yeah. And on, on a terrible year. And the yeah. thing about, and the thing okay. about it is, and I, I, heard, something to watch. I heard this number, and I was really surprised when I heard it. 
but he was he's among the league leaders in broken tackles this year. Dude, that's oh, what that I'm saying. Surprise and, me and, at that's, all. and that is why we drafted him. I'm yep. surprised because he was he was barely running out outside of five yards from the line of scrimmage all year. So there, he, he was breaking ta- he was breaking tackles within five yards of the line of scrimmage all season long. And I and you know it's like you you can hardly tell just watching it because you see him get stuffed. Yeah, yeah. I mean that dude that I like like you said he falls forward. Our, if our line can get better. And, and we open up holes for him. He think he can be a really, really good NFL uh, running back, uh-huh. and that's that's like you said. That's one of that's uh, O line and running back uh, running game go hand in hand is like the most important part of this offseason. Exactly, tight ends yeah. were always a problem. That probably factors into it. If you give me David Montgomery with a big hole going up against the second level of any defense, give me David Montgomery ten times out of ten. Absolutely, yeah, I don't care breaking who that is. tackle making a mess. Exactly, dude. And that's Absolutely. the thing. It's not like he's just some brute. He's got good moves, yeah. too. He yes. can run through a motherfucker's face, Quick. and he can put you on your ass, too, just like Lamar Jackson, dude. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I, it sucks, because, Gary, you're right. Everybody is like, you know, this Montgomery kid ain't as good as everybody was saying. He would be like, no shit, dude. Nobody was. Besides yeah. Allen Robinson, nobody yeah. on our offense was good. Yeah. But David Montgomery showed flashes, and flashes like we hadn't seen in a mm-hmm. few years. Like, yep. Munch was good. Munch was great, but you knew what you were getting with Munch. We still we haven't even seen close to the best of David nope. Montgomery yet. Nope. Yeah. And another thing, he played all sixteen. Yeah. And important. that's huge. Important. That is huge. Yep. And I mean, if we if we can, even though you know, three only presents so much to the to the to our offense. But if we can find a nice blend between them and figure out a way to disguise our offense, maybe put them both in the backfield at the same time and try, find a way to disguise the offense. Because obviously this this season when three came in the backfield, it was obvious we were probably going to do a pass play. Right. When but Montgomery's in there, we're probably going to run the ball. But if we can find a way to disguise it, find a better blend of those two to work them both in the offense, because, I mean, Tariq is a valuable we- weapon on offense. He too. is. He is. In the passing game, Tariq was our second-best ca- pass catcher this year. Exactly, yeah. And even and that's on a bad year. And yeah. I know, I know he, wasn't, he didn't get a lot of yards, but at, at the end of the day, Mitch, Mitch likes throwing the ball to Tariq. And, I mean, hey, in terms, in terms of our offense, in terms of fantasy, that's good. Yeah. But we need, to, we need to find a better blend it just as a whole. Obviously, the offense just was... Shit, poor. It's a disappointing season. And Very disappointing. Oh, at least, at least, at least, I was texting Jerkins about it. At least we came away and right, right away we started making moves. Fired, fired four coaches. Uh, restructured our deal with Kyle Fuller, and Kyle Fuller's back on board. Eddie Jackson says, "You know what? I'm not going anywhere. This, I'm here. That's I'm here cool. to stay. Yep. I'm here through my For prime. Four, four years, highest paid safety in the league. Like that's what I'm talking that's about. That's a golf clap. That's a golf clap. And that's that's type of, like I want. I wanted these Team moves. Guys. I wanted these moves from Ryan Pace. I wanted. I wanted the quick moves. Don't sit on it. Don't think about it. You know what the problems are. Fix them. Yeah. Fix the problems. Get get rid of them. <clears throat> fix the problems and figure out a way to do it because this is the year, man. Dude, yeah, there the isn't year. a single person in the league that deserved that money other than Eddie Jackson. Now you could say Jamal Adams too, which I would agree with. Mm-hmm. It, Eddie and Jamal are top tier. Yeah. yeah. They are one and two, and I'll tell you what, Eddie ain't two. <laughs> Eddie is the best playmaking DB yeah. in the league. Agreed. And you saw it. If you go back, years. if you go back at his Alabama highlights, he's doing the same thing. He was a punt returner. He's taking it to the house. Whenever he gets the ball in his hands, he takes it to the crib. Literally. And yeah, he was doing the same thing. Pick sixes, but yeah. And I for I mean, we kind of talk about haha and like saying saying haha and how like on paper that was a good move, right? But we didn't really quite understand the full. Yeah. The full scheme that would come out of it, mm-hmm. and the fact that now Eddie became the the strong safety, instead right. of Free safety, and we I mean, don't need that. We nope. don't need that. Eddie Eddie Jackson was a Pro Bowl was a Pro Bowl strong safety this year, and yeah. that, and I I and I've said I said on the last past or on a previous podcast maybe he didn't deserve it, but I think he deserved a he, he was definitely a Pro Bowler strong Pro safety. Bowl not. The thing is though, he's a Pro Bowler as a strong safety. He's a special free safety. He's an All Pro yeah, free first safety. team yes. All Pro. We need we need safety. we need to make sure that this offseason we find a way to get him back in the free safety and get somebody that can come down and make plays in the strong safety <coughs> spot and be serviceable. Maybe and, 
it's probably not gonna be Haha Clinton Dix. No, I hope not. I, I, I don't think it will be. He'll he'll get he'll get a decent deal because he had a good season too. He didn't have a bad year. He didn't have a bad year. Definitely. And it, we just need somebody that can come in and make and come down in some strong safety and make plays because we need Eddie in that free safety as bad as we need to run a game, man. Strong safety, run stopper, free safety, ball hawk. We got the ball hawk figured out. I feel like the strong safety in free agency, it it can be something that's easily filled. Yes. And and through the draft, maybe, too, if there's somebody that we're in love with. uh, Yeah, I feel like that shouldn't be a a huge problem. I agree, dude, because the thing is, Eddie Jackson, uh, the the play, whenever I think of Eddie Jackson, Bojack, number 39, Bojack. best DB in all of football, I think of the Thanksgiving game in twenty nine or 2018 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. against the Lions, mm. where game was on the line. There was Took like to the th- three and a half minutes left. Stafford threw an out route. Eddie knew he was throwing that ball before Stafford even hit his last step in his drop back. Absolutely. Jumped that bitch, took it to the house, game over. Yep. Eddie Jackson, bitch. Yep. That's, and like, that's the thing. <laughs> There are very few DBs that can make that play. And I'm saying DBs. I'm not saying safeties. I'm saying DBs. Yes. Like, Eddie Jackson is the cream of the crop. You have your Tredavious Whites and you have your Jalen Ramseys, but when it comes to safeties, it's Eddie Jackson. Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, the fact that he fell to the fourth round just because of a couple injuries, yep. thank God. Yep. Thank Shout God. out. Thank God. <laughs> thank God for you, whatever injury, broken leg. Yeah, broken leg. Was. I'm yeah. really glad that you did that, bro. <laughs> really glad. That's brutal. I <laughs> mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Wow, went to the locker room. Who would have seen this coming? And where's Nick Foles? Yep, in Jacksonville at yep. home watching this game. Yep, thinking it up. Who is their backup? McCown. Josh McCown. Josh McCown, former Bear. Yeah. He kind of revived his career. Yeah, I guess you could he's say gotten, that. He's gotten some really good... Contracts after that, he got, by, he got paid like seven, eight mil by New York. That's crazy yeah. though. He was like, he was like thirty five when he was on the Bears. Yeah, yeah. right. What the hell, that's not good though. Let's he see was... the hit. Oh god, he's scrambling. Whenever Carson went scrambles, you got to know that's like, bad news. Like it was oh, oh, you got landed on his back. I, I, I bet it was ribs. It's hip right oh, it's clowny too. Oh. That's three hundred yeah. pounds. It might be hip or ribs. I can't really see. Jeez, Louise, man. That's rough though. That's rough. You feel for Carson We just reflected on the Bears season for about 45 minutes, and that was... I needed to do that. That well was a nice done. little venting session. Well needed. I needed that, too. And, I mean, we could, I could still keep going. Oh, yeah. I dude, we could go for days. That's the thing. we got to save some for next week, though, because exactly. football season's over. we got a long <laughs> off-season, boys. <laughs> One thing I want to say about David Montgomery before we fully get away from it is there was times the one knock that really pissed me off at times it would be third and one and you could see the hole and it's like just run hard and run into the O-line if you need to but it was there and he he just yeah he just kind of stands there and then the linebackers or whoever comes in and gets him and he doesn't pick it up that's one thing that I think he should just at times uh, pick up that yard, and that's also just like knowing knowing the scheme, knowing right. the offense. And I and I again, I was texting triggers this too. I mean, like when uh, Chase Daniels just made a run through ESPN, like going on a bunch of radio shows, and he was talking about mm-hmm. how important in every offense he's ever been in, how important the third year is, because in the NFL, coaches come and go, schemes come and go, and like exactly. learning a new one is super difficult. I for heard, anybody. I saw this interview too, and and the and so the fact that Mitch, you know, has been with Nagy now for two years, and now he gets the third year is big, and the fact that Montgomery he had one year, and now he gets to come back for the second year, the fact that you know, like he's he's somebody that likes to hesitate and make a move, if you know, like yeah. he, the, if he knows that where the hole's gonna be better, and he knows like he can just trust his O line more, mm-hmm. then he can just go and hit that hole. It's just little, it's just like things like that, you know, like yeah. the communication has to be better, like. Just understanding of the playbook and the scheme, just between between Nagy the play callers, whoever the play caller is, and the players, it's just it's just like it's just things that we can't even see or 
or like try and act like we know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like literally that type of thing yeah. that went wrong this season for the Bears. You know. Yeah. It's brutal, dude. Like, obviously that should be our first point of emphasis when it comes to free agency. Is Anthony what? Costanzo, oh, yeah. line. Okay. Anthony Costanzo, dude, played 16 games the last three years. The dude's an absolute tank. He mm. was about, the whole Colts O line played every single game this year. Cool. Isn't that insane? That's that nuts. shit doesn't happen. Never. That shit literally doesn't happen. And it's like O linemen get banged up like no other dude. Yeah. Just like even normal run plays where they get rolled up on, fucking mm-hmm. sprain their ankle out for four weeks. The whole Colts O line played every <laughs> single game. It's if crazy. we can go out and get Anthony Costanzo. And Quentin Nelson. Oh, well, <laughs> he will be a Colt for life. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere. F- fucking first team All-Pro his yep. first two years in the NFL. That's crazy. When's the last time that's happened? Probably yeah. never. Probably From never. the offensive line, that's, yeah. that's crazy. For a guard, too. Yeah. Like Guards are like some of the most underappreciated dudes yeah. in all sports. And Quentin Nelson's just getting nods every single week. He's got a highlight on Twitter every single week. He's putting yeah. somebody on his ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. O-line needs to be the first point of emphasis, though. Because, like I said earlier... Trey Burton, we've seen it. He's not going to give you 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns, but he can give you a good 700 yards on 50 catches, and those are going to be big catches on third and short, yeah. and yeah. that's all we really need. Exactly. I don't know, dude. I, it, we're all just sad. Yeah. What are you do? <laughs> we're, just, we're just wishful thinking. At exactly. This point. The offseason after a 500 year where we thought we were going to be the Super Bowl. Exactly. And the way we're talking, you'd think we went 4-12. and 12. Yeah, and that's the thing. But like, we practically fucking did with our expectations. Yeah, yeah. no, we certainly did. <laughs> right. We fucking You're right. crowned their asses. They just, went, they just went out and squatted and took a shit right on Soldier Field all year. Yeah. <laughs> but at least they didn't go down without a fight, you know what I mean? Right. You know, like, that, that shows a lot about, like, the character and what's going on in the locker room. The only game that we literally didn't have a chance to win was the Saints game. We got shit on by the Saints. Chiefs. From the jump. From the jump. Chief, you're well, right. There's you're right. games that we Chiefs, lost yeah. on our own. Yeah, no, right. exactly. But that's the thing. Like, the Chiefs game, it was like... Our defense couldn't do anything because the offense was three and out every single drive. Yeah, but also the Chiefs, the Chiefs were getting a lot of what they wanted on offense. Oh, yeah, just definitely. Period, just yeah, period, middle of know. the field was fucking free because we were fucking making sure Tyreek Hill didn't beat us over the top, but then Travis Kelsey was running a fucking post or a slant route yeah. in the middle yeah. of the field and getting 15 on it. It was so stressful, dude. It, yeah. just, it just looked like it was like the game, you know, we just got limited from playoffs. You could tell people were kind of disheartened. Yeah, and, exactly. And, then, and they, it, just, it just, you know, that's what ended up being on the field. Yep. That's what ended up being on the field. I don't know, dude. You guys want to talk about anything else before we wrap I up? I feel like that's a good place to stop on Bears. We, like you said, we, yeah. we need to save some for future pods, man. Yeah. Damn. Uh, you guys got anything else? Grand scheme? Whole whole pod? Anything you want to wrap up with? Bulls? I, I mean, I could just like throw in a, like, a Bulls little like minute segment. Bulls minute. Let's yeah, hit it. Bulls yeah, minute. So, Bulls it. minute. Bulls, I mean, we just came out uh, came out in the last week or two here. I mean, what was what just happened? We didn't have a couple of games for a while around Christmas. We had, we had like a whole week off. But we came out. A couple, a couple of strong performances. And, you know, at this point, at this point in the season, you can't look at. I'm not even looking at the wins or losses anymore. I'm just looking yeah. at how we're playing in the game. We the fought hard going. against the Bucks, Jazz, and uh, Celtics. And Celtics, yeah. And the Celtics, Celtics game last night was was a tough one. I really thought we could have won that one. Uh, Zach Levine had like what 30, 30, 35. Six, 35, and he also. Went, but the thing about that, what made me so happy about it, and I've been saying it all season, Zach Levine needs to find a way to get to the free throw line. Zach Levine he was the, he, he went to the free throw line thirteen times last night, but he missed five free throws. <laughs> and there and there was a point in the game where he went to the line and we were down by five, and he missed back to back free throws. Oh, the, I was listening to the score. Me too. Like, I was listening to the score. Yeah. And then you know, and uh, like last, it's just like I I never had too much faith in Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Ooh, I love Juice Brown, baby. I like I like I, mean, actually, I like Juice. I like Jalen Brown. Jason He's Tatum, cool. Jason Tatum more so because of how bad he was last year. Right. 
And but Jason Tatum turned that all around last night because Jalen Brown might be the best player on the Celtics. You think so? He's good, dude. I love Jalen, like man. A lot of people who gave uh, the Celtics a lot of heat for making that their three guys and Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and uh, Kemba. Juice Brown. Kemba. Oh, and Kemba. Kemba. But uh, it was those three. I saw the stat today. They uh, it might have been against the Bulls. So I didn't love <laughs> the stat, but they combined for like seventy-one points and shot like over fifty percent. I was yeah. like, holy fuck! Makes sense, man. I mean, and they're definitely... the Celtics are just rolling. They're another one of those teams this year. And so I thought the Bulls were gonna get blown out the other night. But... Exactly. So the fact that we were close and like it really like get down the stretch, you just look at a couple different things and it's like, ah, oh, we really could have won <laughs> that game. But wasn't it wasn't it one of those games where we were down by like twenty or thirty and then we just got really hot at the end and almost came back? I think we were down at like by like sixteen with with like nine left in the fourth. But it, like it was a third quarter run that got that lead up. Like we okay. were we were close for most of the game and then the Celtics went on a run and then we brought it back. But again, you know, just a game where you look at it, it's like, ah, a couple di- couple things go our way and we we win that game. And that's against a really good team. Jazz game kind of the same way. It was like, man, just Wendell. Wendell, Wendell, Wendell had a big game. By the way, I mean, not even just against the Jazz. Wendell's yeah. just all all fucking year. Wendell mm-hmm. is the MVP of this team right now, honestly, yep, he, if you ask me. Cuz building block right there. He's he's the anchor on defense. He's becoming a leader in the locker room. Yep. He's also, like, just in terms of on offense, he's a great presence to have. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's he's a great uh, screen setter. He's mm-hmm. always setting solid screens. He he can roll the baskets, catch that oop. He's getting that jumper down a little bit. He's trying to expand mm-hmm. to the three point line. Like, I, dude, I love Wendell Carter. Yeah, yep. so do I. That is my boy, dog. Mm-hmm. Dude, we were upstairs. Me and Nick Lynch. We were with Steph when that draft was happening. We wanted <laughs> Mobile. <laughs> yeah, we were hoping oh, he fall. Thank God, bro. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. I I wanted. I I know I didn't want Wendell, but then after he came up and he was wearing that like that like African like yep. get up. I remember he came up in that and I was like. Okay. I was like, okay, I like this. Okay, let's see. And since then, I've I've been in on Enda, on Wendell, and honestly, he just won my heart. I I just, I just got his jersey for Christmas. Nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just one of the games. Lori had a good game. Uh, Lori needs to step it up. The thing is, is, the Bulls have good have games where everybody has individual good games, right? Maybe, but yeah. not collectively, right? And that's just that's just the part. That's just where we're at. We like we've kind of mentioned it before. Bulls have a lot of talent, man. And I, I really believe that. Chris Dunn was guarding Jason Tatum last night last night down the stretch, and he was locking him up. The only thing is, Jason Tatum's a great player, and he makes yeah. he makes great shots no matter what. Chris Dunn was all over him. You can't play it any better. Chris Dunn's one of the best defenders in the league, period. And I'm yes. so glad that he's a bull. I they need to lock him up so he can be on our bench somewhere, or like even like if he he, he can slide to the starting spot when somebody gets hurt, like he needs to be yeah. a bull. Yeah, so straight it sucks up. Sucks that his offense is as bad as his. But as you know what? Is. That's the thing though. His his three his jumper's been coming along, when, and when it comes to a spot up three. He's good. He knows how to run the offense. He can set people up. I honestly like top top to bottom. I'm he's I'm so impressed with him this year. Uh, th- that's the thing. Like the role I, he stepped into. Yeah, exactly. I'm, almost, I'm so impressed with him. And just honestly, there's there's a lot of bright spots for the Bulls. But then, yeah, it's just ah. It's one just, thing one thing that's going to be huge for us in the second half of the season is Kobe White. I want to see Kobe White. Yep. Step up because you know Trey Young has become a complete. You know he's doing his own thing. Yeah. But he had a rough first half last year, and he had he showed uh, he showed flashes during the first half, and then absolutely lit it up in the second half. And there's not you know I've seen Kobe White light it up. Yeah. And I, I'd love to see him do that at at some sort of consistent with some sort of consistency. In yeah, the second dude. half. It's crazy season. that we're talking about Chris Dunn's defense when the dude averaged literally thirty a game at Providence in college. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And that's just, and that just goes to show that he, he he really is a well-rounded player. Yeah. And like and the, where he's come from his rookie year to this point, it's impressive, man. Yeah. It's impressive. I mean, he he could easily be out of the league. 
Oh yeah, he'd easily be out of the league. But I mean, shit. His defense is gonna keep him in. You just heard, you just heard how I feel about him. I want him, I want him on the Bulls for a long time. That's period. I think that he's he's a valuable piece to have on any team that's trying to build a championship team. I love that shit, boys. Amen, I guess. Any wrapping thoughts here <laughs> before we before shit. we hit the the stop recording button? Yeah. Missed All right. It. How about some predictions here? Josh McCown gonna lead the. Eagles? No. I, I, I that play I just saw, no. <laughs> yeah. After we saw him scramble. He hiked it, he ran in three circles, and then he got tackled. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go Seattle. Seattle's up 3-0, beginning of the second quarter. Philly's currently punting the ball to them. They aren't going to move the ball if Carson So, so who would they be playing? If if Seattle wins this game... They, uh, they play Green Bay. They play in Green Bay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then the... So the Titans are going to play the... Titans play the Ravens. Yep. Texans at Chiefs, and then Vikings at San Fran. Yeah, let's go. And Seahawks, Seahawks or Eagles at at Packers. Packers. Okay, it's. I mean, it's good. There's a lot of good games. There's a lot of good games. These playoffs have like really been cool. Yeah, they have so far. I'm watching these games and like wow, playoff football. Yeah, it's cool. It's great, man. And the Patriots are out of it. Patriots are out. It feels like it feels like when the Warriors lost. Yeah, for it feels like when the Warriors lost, man. Dude, and that's what sucks. I'm a Brady guy, but that motherfucker that I brought up earlier in the show is really making it hard to be. Yeah. Oh God, Dirkich, whatever his dick, Dickich. No, dick. not him, man. I'm not even gonna say the guy's name. He don't deserve the airtime. <laughs> but you owe me your house, motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, boys. This was a good episode. I actually had a good time today. This was fun. Definitely. I had a great time. Me too, man. Oh, yeah. Nick Lynch, you come back whenever. This was good. Yeah, right. I, 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 thought it, I thought it went pretty well. Yeah, Commission Nick Lynch. That's a good way to end it off. We'll talk. As always, folks, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.